episode 416 of the PlayStation Nation podcast. I'm all alone. Uh, Josh is very sick this week. That's why the uh, podcast is actually late this week. So instead, I'm doing a live call-in show. Still going to have some things on the itinerary, the new releases, as far as I could find. uh, Some news items that we'll talk about maybe with some callers. uh, What I've been playing. We'll talk to some other people about what they've been playing and what they're maybe waiting for, that sort of thing. And then my review of Battlefield Hardline, which I've not written yet, but we'll do right here on the podcast. So uh, good to see you. Like Stoffinator's here, Shakebi, Lard Team Maker. Uh, did I say Stoffinator? I hope I didn't. Pots and Pans Robot is here. Good to see you. Good to see you. Uh, again, apologies ahead of time that I'm using stupid Ustream. Uh, but for this setup, it's actually the best thing to use. And uh, so if you get ads, that sort of crap, I apologize. Twitch doesn't like it when you're not streaming games. So maybe if I could put like a superimposed Pong over my head here somewhere. Uh, And yes, also, this is not my home. I'm actually house-sitting for my parents as they're on a trip. So at their place, totally making a mess. And uh, don't forget also Kegger on Sunday. So not Saturday, Sunday. All right. Well, let's get into it a little bit. Uh, and, and again, welcome to everybody that's joining me on the on the stream. That's pretty awesome that you're doing that. I'm going to re- write re- my review live. Correct. There we go. Uh, so new releases this week or this coming week for the uh, 31st. Obviously, the big one for a, a lot of people. Not everybody, obviously. But uh, MLB 15, the show is coming out for PS3, PS4, and PS Vita. Uh, for Vita, it's 19.99. PS3, 39.99. And for PS4, you've got two ways to get it. You can either get the regular edition at $59.99 or the one that we've talked about in the past, the 10th anniversary edition, which is only $10 more. And actually, this isn't a bad deal. And I've actually pre-ordered this myself. Uh, So uh, this this $10 extra edition, the 10th anniversary edition, uh, you're going to get, let's see here, oh, the uh, Steelbook, an exclusive cover. Uh, 12k in stubs to use in the game, which is like the the you know the currency. 15 bonus item packs. Oh no, I hope they're not like battle packs. No, uh, all 30 ML, MLB dynamic themes for your PS4 MLB 15 dynamic theme and the uh, and in the game for the first time partnerships with real world. Well, that that's in the regular game too. Uh, so let's see. I'm just trying to read what they have on Amazon, and I think they just use the. PR speak, so yeah. But I mean, you get all the themes. You get that cool case. It's actually pretty nice. I like it. And uh, that's sixty nine ninety nine, obviously. So on to the Vita also is getting uh, Tweak It in Kiwami. And that's thirty nine ninety nine. I know that's a popular series, so that's pretty cool. Uh, and also, we we know that for PSN also uh, on PS four, Paperbound and Axiom Verge are also hitting Paperbound. Really fun game. Uh, it's it's kind of you know another one of those Titanfall or t- I'm sorry not Titanfall yeah it's got a bunch of robots that fall down and have nobody real to shoot at. Uh, t- it's like Towerfall Ascension, Ascension kind of made for four player on the couch, uh, a lot of battles that sort of thing. But they have this cool gravity uh, thing in effect, and also they added AI opponents, which is pretty nice. So our man Dave is finishing up the review for that this weekend, and we'll have that posted. I'm working on the Axiom Verge review. It, I'll tell you right now, it's it's a lot of fun. It's I'm I'm really enjoying it. Uh, hope I can get through it before the review is due, but it's pretty long. If there's no ammo camo, I'm not interested. Exactly, Nico. Exactly. Welcome, sir. Welcome. Uh, so there you have it. There may be some other uh, 
other new releases, but Amazon didn't tell me as such. And quite frankly, I don't have all those little links and everything else that Josh uses. So that's his job. Not mine. It's his. So I'm not going to do it. Not going to do it. So a lot of stuff to talk about news this week. Uh, first up, and I might take a call for this if somebody uh, has any experience with this. I wanted uh, to talk about this when Josh is on the show because he actually has this. Uh, so last week, out of the blue, PlayStation View launched in three cities, uh, including Philadelphia, Chicago, and New York City. Apparently, it does work for uh, Josh on the other side of the river, though. So he has it. He hasn't said a word about it because he's been so sick. So he says. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm just watching the chat, too. Hey, Backburner24, welcome. Uh, good to see you. So anyway, PlayStation View, it's, it's the, and, and it works on PS3 and PS4, although I've heard that on PS3 it's really, really chuggy, uh, but that's only one person that I've heard of. Uh, so, oh, there we go. There's Chillionaire saying what everybody always says. I hope MLB 14 is better with online. I, I wouldn't expect it. <laughs> just, I, I would just say have low expectations with MLB online, and then finally when they, when they get it fixed some year, then, then you can be happy about it. That's all I have to say. Uh, so PlayStation View, let's go over this a little bit. Uh, and again, pop up in the chat if you have it, if, you, uh, if you've got it there. We'll talk about it. Uh, but the, the, there's three different packages, and, and what this is, it's kind of a replacement for cable. So uh, Sling has that service out now for 20 bucks a month. I think there's some add-ons you can do to it too, but uh, basically it, it, you don't have to have a cable company. This is your cable provider now. Uh, and, you know, it, it's... It, I think the quality of everything is going to be fine. It's it's what you're going to be able to get is going to be kind of the weird thing because they're still not doing a la carte. And that's really what people want is to be able to go in and check a box for what channel they want and just pay per channel, you know, and, and no providers really offered that yet. Uh, so PlayStation's offering three different packages uh, for PlayStation View. Uh, the first one is called the Access Package, and that's $49.99 a month. Uh, features 50-plus channels, including Fox, NBC, CBS, Comedy Central, Sci-Fi, I'm sorry, CFI, USA, TNT, and more. Uh, and then the core package, these names are a little weird, too, because you would think the core package is the one that, you know, that's the smaller one, but whatever. Uh, features everything from the access package with the addition of local sports coverage, which is huge. Uh, that's actually why I got rid of, oh, nothing calls yet. Hold up. Oh, I think that might be uh, MJC, though. So hold on, hold on. Let me get through this, and we'll take a call for it. Uh, yeah, I think I think MJC actually had... No, he doesn't, because it's in Chicago. Although I think he had the beta. Uh, let me get back to this. All right, so the core package, everything, but it has local sports coverage. Chicago and Philly have Comcast Sportsnet, while New York will have the Yes Network. Whatever the Yes Network is. Uh, that's huge, though. I mean, I, I actually had DirecTV for a while where I lived because... Uh, the local Fox station wouldn't do HD for a long time. And I was like, oh, I'll go with, uh, you know, the NFL direct, uh, what is it, direct ticket or whatever, and then I'll, I'll just have all the local sports and blah, blah, blah. And it was funny because at the time, they were telling me I wouldn't be blacked out because that's the huge thing with sports is that when you're not watching it just on cable over an, over an, uh, an antenna, you get either blacked out or if you get, like, the MLB package, uh they actually make you wait until an hour and a half after the game is done to be able to watch it. So you can't watch anything live uh, because of all these stupid blackout rules. <clears throat> so DirecTV is telling me, oh, no, you won't get blacked out where you live. You're fine because I'm, like, right in the center of Wisconsin. And officially, I'm closer to Minneapolis than I am to Milwaukee. 
Uh, so I got it, and sure enough, the first Packer game blacked out, and I just I was furious because they were they were telling me that an email and everything else got them to refund me, blah blah blah. But uh, I've always wanted to be able to do something like this because, quite frankly, Charter, Time Warner, all those cable companies really overcharge you. They add a lot of crap channels so they can say they have a big channel count, uh, and it's a lot of stuff you'll never watch. So I want a la carte TV, and everybody else really wants a la carte TV too, unless they're like 80 or above, something like that, that they just don't care or don't understand it. Uh, so this local sports coverage is huge, and if they can spread this out more and, and get that local sports coverage in different markets, it's going to be huge. Uh, and then they've got the Elite Package for sixty nine ninety nine, uh, which is everything from the previous packages. I don't think I'd get this. Uh, plus, li- oh, they probably will get me on this one. Uh, plus, lifestyle, cooking, and music channels. Like three additional MTV channels. Well, that's not a music channel if it's MTV. Uh, the Cooking Network and FX Movies. If it's just FX Movies, I don't think I would care. So anyway... Uh, so yeah, it, it's, it's kind of cool because they have this DVR functionality where it leaves everything up in the cloud for 28 days. Like if you set a favorite, it'll actually put it up in the cloud. Uh, there's a three day catch up option for certain channels that lets you, or actually the way MJC spelled it here, uh, there's a three day catch up option for certain Chanel's. So, uh, go get your pink dresses that, uh, lets you watch a show or movie you might've missed as well as the 28 day cloud DVR coverage. So uh, pretty cool. There's a seven-day free trial, but you do have to have a credit card for the seven-day trial. Just be aware of that. Nice package, but I still think it's a little pricey. I haven't looked at the entire uh, channel list yet, but PS View Beta did not air the Academy Awards. Well, there's another notch in the plus column for PS View. Sorry, I'm a movie nut, but I hate the Oscars. Uh, let's see here. So if anybody has PlayStation View, you know, give us a call. I know... Uh, it says Michael C., so I'm pretty sure that's MJC. Uh, if you want, give me a call, and, and we'll talk about it. If not, I'm just going to move on. Let's just say yes and move on. Uh, but it's it's interesting. I would love the option to be able to take a look at it. Uh, I don't like the fact that it's kind of centered on specific cities. I mean, that sling, uh, that, that sling service, I think you can get anywhere. I know some people that I worked with up in Appleton even have it. So <clears throat> I don't want to know why Nico is going to go get his lipstick. That scares me. What am I missing here, people? What am I missing? Uh, all right, well, I'm going to move on. If somebody else wants to call in about PlayStation View, they definitely can. Um, PSN storage this one. Oh, here we go. All right, let's see if we can take a call. PlayStation Nation, how can we help you? Hey, how's it going, Glenn? Hey, it's MJC. Uh, currently, I'm break at work, walking around outside, figuring out to call in. <laughs> I was just talking about PlayStation View. Oh, yeah, I saw the Chanel thing. God damn it. So did you get the beta in Chicago, or do you have it now? Um, I'm going to sign up for the trial today. Okay. I was trying to line it up for when shows that I want so I can use the seven days properly. Ah, okay. Yeah, I'm yeah. sure we'll talk about it next week because Josh actually does have it, so I was kind of hoping we'd talk about it this week. Yeah, like uh, the, the channel selection, is it's okay. Like, like I, I just wanted to do it for the like the Bulls games, but I don't know if like I want to pay sixty dollars a month yeah. for all that. Just for the Bulls. Yeah. Well, hey, yeah, the Bulls. <laughs> the Bulls. Yeah. <laughs> so I don't I don't know about View yet. Like I, I might try Sling, but Sling doesn't even have Chromecast support. So like, yeah, that's really that, weird. Yeah, there's no Chromecast support. 
they're only on the Xbox One, so yeah. there's not much to pull me to sling disc yet. And then it would take you about 30 different uh, button presses just to get to it in the Xbox One interface. Yeah, yeah, of course. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Stoffenander says, fire Josh as the second seat and get MJC. Oh, another fan of MJCs. Yeah, six, that's like four people. Wow. That's more than the yeah. listen to the sideshow. Yeah, so there we go. <laughs> and it won't put Tyler to sleep. Oh, anything puts Tyler to sleep. Don't worry about that. Well, you just yeah. talk destiny for five minutes if you don't have a 13-year-old kid playing his character for him and he'll fall asleep. Yeah. A lot of inside talk on the show this week, by the way. <laughs> of course. So what do you, uh, are you, you, you have anything for review right now? What are you working on? Uh, I am like trying to get through Slenderman for the second time. <laughs> are you getting any farther than you needed before? Well, like, I almost beat it on PC when it came out two years ago, but uh, so I said I'd never play it again, but then again, we get the review code, so here I am. Yeah. Playing a game that, like, it's still really good at being scary, but at a certain point, like, halfway through the game, yeah, you get to a point where it goes from being scary to just being aggravating, yeah. just yeah. Know how the game works. It's kind of like that uh, so, the Daylight game or whatever that I watched that Jessica Chobot supposedly wrote. I, I reviewed that too, and oh. that game was broken as shit. That game was trash. Yeah, I remember watching uh, Lady Hawk was streaming it one night, and she actually got to the end, and I'm like, "Wait, that's it? What?" And then it said, "Writer yeah. written by Jessica Chobot." I'm like, "Oh, that explains it." Yeah, that, that, I think that game owns like the lowest review score I've ever given a game. Oh, really? What like, do you remember? What you gave? Yeah, it? I think I gave it a five. <laughs> nice. That was just because there was, like, at least some parts of the game. In the beginning, it was scary before, like, the writing got in the way and yeah. the game would break. I remember they sent it to us early, and I had it for a while, and I was playing it. And, number one, I never got scared at all. And yeah. I just got... It was more annoying than anything else. Like, you were always running low on everything. And I'm sure they were doing that for, you know, to, to make it more suspenseful and all that. But it just didn't really do anything for me. Yeah, like I, I don't know, like I I think I like like I just got done reviewing uh what is it uh White Knight, which was a horror game, but it wasn't that scary. Okay. But the writing was really what really well done. Okay. Uh, and now I'm playing Slenderman, which kind of just says screw story. We're just gonna jump scare you the entire time. Well, I I kind of t- took it that that's what that Slenderman game was all about, though. I I really didn't ever oh, yeah. think that it had much of a story. Oh yeah, and and it it seriously does like the. The jump scare is the best. Okay. It's just, there's nothing to do in the game. Like, at a certain point, you know, you're just, find the eight letters. The more letters you collect, Slenderman pops up, gets more aggressive. Okay. Then it turns into the next level, get eight gas cans. The more gas cans you get, Slenderman gets you, and it just turns into that, so it feels really repetitive. That sounds fun? Yeah, like, like, the most fun I've had with it was, like... Having my sixty-year-old mother play the first level of Slenderman, <laughs> and just watching her freak out, and like having my little sisters play it, and oh stuff my like gosh. that. It's really good at scaring people. Sure, but outside of that, there's just nothing to keep you going forward. Yeah, so to me, it almost sounds more like a novelty than anything else. Oh yeah, definitely. Like yeah. It, it does. It's it's an effective scare, just not an effective video game. Okay, well, that's good to know. I I kind of figured that anyway, just from seeing some of the videos I'd seen, uh, like on YouTube and everything, because there's that whole trial going on in Milwaukee right now where those two girls like stabbed this kid thirty times and they said oh, the yeah, Slender yeah. Man told them to do it, which is weird 
because like Slenderman doesn't tell people to do shit. That kid's a liar. <laughs> oh, we all know that. Everybody knows those kids are liars. Yeah. Uh, Stoffnator a- uh, says to ask you how Target is doing. Oh my god, it is like a, a roller coaster with like the tracks cut off, and it's gonna fly off eventually. <laughs> I can't <laughs> wait to go to that one in L.A. again. Oh fuck you guys, making me go there. <laughs> With that terrible parking situation and... Yeah. yeah. You guys rejecting that poor cashier for a red card. He just wanted you to sign up for a credit card, man. That's what we have to do. I wasn't doing that. Emmer and those guys were doing that. I was I was way behind y'all. Yeah. Yeah. I shattered don't, that kid. Don't blame me for your evil. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's why I'm currently outside in 30-degree weather, because I fucking hate it in there. <laughs> you know they're listening to this right now, right? Oh, yeah, so I'm, I'm on their Wi-Fi. Nice. That's even better. I'm on yeah. your Wi-Fi bashing you. Oh, yeah, no, I, I do that all the time. I'm <laughs> like the disgruntled hard worker. <laughs> like 98% of the people in the United States. <laughs> yeah. yeah. All right, well, we're going to move on here, I think. And uh, But thanks for calling. And, and seriously, when you, get, uh, when you get view, let us know. Uh, let us know what you think. Yeah, I'm. I'm gonna like. I'm off for the next two days, so I was gonna sit down and see if I can get the most out of the next week. Cool, cool. Well, I hope it's good. I mean, I've seen the video quality; it looks really good. But I've just never, you know, I haven't seen the whole channel lineup, and I haven't. Obviously, I'll never be able to get to try it here. It's yeah. Yeah, we're, we're coming to Marshfield, Wisconsin next. Yeah, no, the, the pricing is the thing I need to figure out. That one worries me a little bit. I mean, they've got. A lot more than Sling really does, but the one thing oh, they definitely. don't have is ABC and they don't have uh, ESPN, and that's kind of a huge blow, and, I, and a lot of people think that it's either because ESPN has an exclusive license on Xbox One, but also I think that it was like another service that was going to get ESPN, and that's why they didn't get it on view yet. I don't know. There's probably yeah. some weird politics. Yeah, no, well, they got Comcast Sportsnet, so I can see them not wanting to play with ESPN. Yeah. Especially ESPN, like, if you want all the ESPN channels on Sling, you have to pay an additional $5 on top of the 20 Well, but that's kind of worth so, it if you're into ESPN, though. That's not bad. Oh, yeah. No, no not bad at all. It's like, the you know, you get ESPN2 news and, like, ESPNU for $5. Hmm. I want, yeah, but do so, they... I wonder if they black out, like, live games or anything on that. Yeah, that's the one thing I, I'm the most interested in, especially when the playoffs roll around, because Sling yeah. does have TNT, which holds... Most of the NBA games, right? Uh, right. The playoffs. Hmm. But, Interesting. Yeah. Yeah, I'd like to see it, but you know, I'll probably have to wait until. Well, we'll see. I, I mean, Josh has it right now, but I don't see him keeping it if he has his awesome whatever variety uh, files or whatever they call it now. Yeah. So I don't know. Yeah, well, like when I moved into my own apartment, I cut the cord, and I've just been like using my parents' password for HBO and ESPN. <laughs> <laughs> ESPN is probably the worst. Watch ESPN is like terrible streaming. Uh, actually, I haven't had too many problems with it because I use my parents for that too when I'm at home. Uh, and I I put it up on the Chromecast and I haven't had a problem at all. I, I yeah, I know for some reason I get a lot of buffering. Oh really? Like everything else works fine, but Watch ESPN has been a struggle. Huh? That's interesting. But I do have Comcast, so yeah, that's I've heard it's very Comcastic. Yeah. Which is a bad thing, folks. All right. I think I got to go before my supervisors wonder where I'm at. All right. Get your break done, mister. Yeah. All right. Thanks for calling, dude. No problem. All right. Bye-bye.
All right. Well, there we have it. PlayStation View, instead of a bunch of old hags sitting around talking, it's a bunch of gruntled gamers bitching. I don't think a lot of people are bitching about View. I think that... I do think the pricing is a little high for what you're getting. I mean, you're getting dangerously close to how much the cable companies are charging. I mean, I can get cable here or at my house, let's say. So I'm paying, I think, 50 bucks a month for internet because I have the faster one. But I think with cable included, because I won't get their stupid phone. I don't care how much they push it on me. I will not get their phone. Uh, I think with all of that, my bill was like 110 bucks, so 60 bucks. So now PlayStation View, 60 bucks. It's just that I'm paying somebody else instead of Charter or Time Warner. So that's that's all. I mean, that's why I like I said I really would like to get to at least pick the channels that I'm paying for, even if it is sixty bucks. Maybe I can get it to the point where I can pay for the channels that I want, and I don't have to deal with all that crap. And then you know it's more expensive, and I don't want to get HBO because of that, et cetera, et cetera. So, oh, somebody got hit with an ad. Sorry, UStream, you suck. Stupid UStream. All right. Uh, on to the next one, and this one is uh, very near and dear to my heart, and I think a lot of other people as well. So uh, I don't think it's a very big secret that I'm a humongous fan, not just because I'm fat, but a humongous fan of the game TXK, which came out for the PlayStation Vita, and also Play- or, uh, Tempest 2000, which came out on the Jaguar. Both games developed by a, a gentleman, a very talented gentleman named Jeff Minter, uh, who owns the company uh, Llamasoft. So he now has, has let everybody know that Atari has basically given him, given him a cease and desist order to not only not let him make any more versions of TXK or anything similar to uh, Tempest, which is pretty funny because it's very different than Tempest, uh, but also that they even might try to get him to take TXK off the store on the PlayStation Vita. Uh, it was also revealed, which I knew some of this, uh, but it was also revealed that uh, he actually is already working on versions of TXK for only uh, also the PC and the PlayStation 4, among other things. So I, when I heard PlayStation 4, I was freaking out, and uh, I really wanted it on there, and I'm not happy. Uh, he's all, He was also looking at doing uh, TXK for Oculus Rift, for Gear VR, for Android. So uh, Atari, though, it's funny because a lot of people are kind of freaking out about Atari, Atari is not what, what Atari used to be. Atari is now owned by another company in France called Infogrames, uh, which has been around forever. And they basically just bought the IP or what, whatever Atari was because Atari has just withered and pretty much almost died. Uh, there are no games coming out under the Atari label. They're not doing anything. Um, and then they even got further into it, and he started talking about how the old Atari actually basically tried to screw him out of his royalties on uh, Tempest 2000. So there was a port, which a lot of people have uh, out there. It's for PlayStation called Tempest X. So he revealed that he actually found the guy that did this Tempest X thing, and Atari asked him to change the game enough so that it wouldn't be considered Tempest 2000 and that they didn't have to pay Jeff Minter then. Even though, uh, such a such a freaking mess. So... Everybody needs to like email and Twitter and everything else, uh, anything Atari and Infogrames, and tell them that they're being huge C-words uh, and that this is absolute horse crap. Uh, the funniest part about this whole thing is uh, that they're actually saying that Atari is claiming that the two town soundtracks, the soundtrack from Tempest 2000 and the soundtrack on TXK, are identical. But it's hilarious because they're completely different. 
he he went out of his way to make sure that the soundtracks were completely different. Uh, so there's nowhere you can go to listen to the two soundtracks and they'll sound the same. It just doesn't. Uh, so really ridiculous crap from Atari. The problem is uh, his lawyers have told him that it will just cost way too much to fight it. And this is probably going to be a dead issue. So we're not going to see any more TXK out there. If you're interested in the Vita version, buy it. Uh, you can also buy, uh, if you have an Xbox 360, you can buy the game Space Giraffe that he made. Uh, and uh, what was the other one? There's a couple other games out there from him that you can get a hold of. And I do highly recommend doing that, maybe just to give him some extra cash so maybe he can try to fight this crap. Uh, but also because he makes great games. Uh, Space Giraffe, it's a little weird because it's kind of, it's it's like the bizarro Tempest 2000, where you make it a point not to shoot anything and instead run into everything. I never really picked up on it, maybe because I probably played Tempest 2000 too much. But um, yeah, total bullshit what, they, what they're doing. So... Um, Yes, Ham Demon. The fo- that is the phone number. Uh, I'll be taking calls in a minute, so or a couple minutes. So TXK Atari, you suck. You suck balls in a bad way. And yeah, that's total bull crap. And this is another one I, that I think Josh and I probably could have had a discussion about, but he doesn't like that game as much because he can't figure out the controls. His feeble mind can't figure out those controls. You know, just I'm old man Langford. I can't figure it out. So, all right, on to the next one. Uh, so, as many know, the 10th anniversary, I believe it was, for God of War happened this last week. And a lot of people were kind of expecting a lot of, you know, big announcements, that sort of thing. And they were teasing some announcements, and then I kind of heard that it's probably going to be this one thing, and I went, oh, okay. So, we finally heard this week Santa Monica Studios has announced that they are remastering God of War 3 for the PlayStation 4. Full 1080p, full 60 frames per second. Um, okay. I mean, I, I thought it looked great on the PS3. I, I'd be excited if I was an Xbox person that came over to PlayStation 4, but personally, eh, it, it's all right. I love God of War 3. It's one of my favorites, but I just don't think I need it on PS4. I, I like it good enough on PS3. What say you, chatters? Sorry, I had to get a little beverage. I'm, I'm used to being able to drink something while Josh is talking. Yes, Nico Kusanagi, a PS4 remaster. Shut the hell up. <clears throat> yeah, I, don't, I mean, I don't think I'll buy that day one. I love the game, but I just don't need it on PS4. I just don't... I don't know. It's, it's exciting because it's a great game, but it's... Eh. <laughs> Stoffinator, uh, as has said maybe a hundred times online, and I agree with him, uh, he'd rather have an Uncharted HD collection. But yeah, I, I mean, but you have to remember, a lot of these remasters are not targeted at the PlayStation gamers that have been around for a long time. They're aimed at the people that have made the move from Xbox 360 over to Xbox One, or I mean to PS4, that skipped the Xbox One and went to PS4. And it's a great move. It really is. Uh, it's just for us, Eh. I don't know. So, it is what it is, I guess. But, yeah, it looks like a lot of people in the chat are agreeing with me. I don't even think they're adding anything, are they? No. It's just kind of, yeah, we're bringing God of War 3 to PS4. Okay, cool. Great game. Played it. Beat it. Don't need to play it again. 
All right. Uh, this next one, Chaz found this. I actually looked on the U.S. media site, and this was not there, so I don't even know where he found this. Uh, so spoilers abound if you don't want to hear anything about Uncharted 4, A Thief's End, because we did find a little bit of information out uh, from an, an official Sony Computer Entertainment Europe uh, fact sheet. It has some storyline details and some other stuff as well. So I'm going to read it. So I don't know if this will take a minute or not, but if you don't want to hear it, maybe skip up a minute. And I don't have a timer in front of me. I'm too lazy for this tonight. It took me two hours to figure out this technical crap tonight. So uh, so anyway, and you can find this on the website as well over at psnation.com. Uh, the overview. Several, several years after his last adventure, retired fortune hunter Nathan Drake is forced back into the world of thieves. I'm going to give you five seconds now, just because if you don't want to hear this, you have another chance to mute it. Okay, here we go. Uh, with the stakes much more personal, Drake embarks on his greatest adventure yet in global trotting journey in pursuit of a historical <gasps> conspiracy behind a fabled pirate treasure. Sorry, there was no comment there whatsoever. Uh, however, every treasure has its cost, and this adventure will test Drake's physical limits, his resolve, and ultimately what he's willing to sacrifice to save the ones he loves. Uh, Uncharted 4 Thief's End is the latest installment. Blah, 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 blah. Uh, it's a lot of PR talk, PR, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Storyline set three years after the events of Uncharted 3, Drake's deception. Nathan Drake has presumably left the world of fortune hunting behind. However, it doesn't take long for adventure to come calling when Drake's brother, Sam, resurfaces seeking his help to save his own life and offering an adventure Drake can't resist. Uh, on the hunt for Captain Henry Avery's lost or long-lost treasure, Sam and Drake set off to find Libertalia, a pirate utopia deep in the forests of Madagascar. Uncharted 4, A Thief's End takes players on a journey around the globe through jungle aisles, urban cities, and snow-capped peaks on the search for Avery's fortune. So there we go. Now I'm done with all that. Uh, excited? Yes, definitely. Uh, it looked amazing at PlayStation Experience, and that was a very early version of the game, obviously. Uh, I, I'm stoked. I just want that game so bad. And, uh, you know, obviously we talked about how it was uh, delayed to 2016. I don't really think anybody was truly surprised by that. I'm actually fine with it. Uh, I do love the fact that a lot of people are saying, well, there it is. They don't have any games for 20, 2015 at all. There's no good exclusives coming out in 2015. We're screwed. Xbox One is winning. I saw one troll that we know saying that on his Twitter. Yeah. You know who I'm talking about. Um, I think people are going to be surprised. I, th- I think there are some great exclusives coming out. Uh, Axiom Verge next week is truly awesome. I feel like Metroid games. Uh, for you know the quote-unquote AAA titles uh, that are coming out this year, I think you're going to see some stuff announced at E3 that's going to be out this year that you're going to be surprised by. I do like the idea of this Ratchet & Clank remake because it's not just an HD up, up converter or anything like that. They're actually remaking the game all with new graphics, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. Uh, if, if you say his name three times, he shows up. Who? Who? Who are you talking about? Hmm. I don't know. So, yeah, I'm excited for Uncharted 4. I think it's... I think everybody is. Oh, bit of man, bit of man, bit of man. No! Uh, not the oh he doesn't have the beard anymore. Now what can we make, make fun of him of that he stinks of cigarettes all the way up in Wisconsin? Just kidding, better man. Love you, Irish Joe's here. Hey, CM Palmer. Hey, 
Yeah, and Shikabi has a perfect point. For 2015, Bloodborne, duh. I mean, that game's getting nines and tens everywhere. Uh, and it's so much fun to watch people stream it. Poor Andy. That's why the review's not up yet. He's getting his ass kicked, which is pretty funny. But I do think there are going to be some great exclusives. Uh, did anybody forget Street Fighter Five? Anyone? Yeah. PlayStation exclusive. So, Uncharted 4, I mean, we have until next year to wait. I'm sure we're probably going to see something about it this year to keep our interest up. But, um, yeah, I, I'm man, am I looking forward to that game. I agree, stuff. I'd love to see the first three kind of remastered. Those I would play again. I would definitely go through them. Because, I mean, the first one I haven't played in so long. So... All right. Uh, last one on the news, and this one is, a, again, about a delay, but a slight delay. So Batman Arkham Knight was originally supposed to come out uh, the kind of the beginning of June, the first week of June. It has been delayed again, but only for a couple more weeks. Uh, so now it's going to be launching worldwide on June 23rd, 2015. So it's after E3 now. So I was all worried that I had to get the review done before E3. Now I have to worry about getting it done after I'm exhausted after E3. Uh, but Rocksteady Studios uh, said we're a developer that hates to make any compromises, so we are sorry to say that this means it's going to be just a little bit longer until you can play the epic conclusion to the Arkham Trilogy. God, I can't wait. As a reward for your patience and understanding, and to make the wait even more unbearable, we are pleased to whet your appetite with a new gameplay video, which we have on our website at psnation.com. It is completely badass. And I love that Chaz put this little quote at the end. Uh... Shigeru Miyamoto actually said one time, a delayed game is eventually good. A bad game is bad forever. So there you go. And cripes, a two-week delay after all the time we've waited for this game, I can handle it. I can handle it. I'll be right with it. All right. I think I've talked long enough. Somebody should call in. Talk about what they're playing. Who's playing Bloodborne right now? Who's playing whatever? I don't care about your, your platinum trophy, by the way, stuff, so don't call in about that. But, yeah, somebody call in. You can either call uh, on Skype at WDT-Torgo, or if you have a regular phone, you can just call 715-502-4722. And now my tablet doesn't want to turn on. Uh-oh. Wait, maybe you can't call in. I think my tablet turned off. Yeah, it did. All right, we'll wait. <laughs> Sam Palmer is racing claptraps. You bastard. Sorry, folks. Hold on. we got to get Skype up and running here. For some reason, my tablet turned off. I have to refresh this thing. So, playing. Well, I'll talk about what I'm playing a little bit. Uh, still working on the very end of the Valley of the Yeti DLC for Far Cry 4. I'm liking it. I, it's Man, is it tough. <clears throat> We're doing it live, exactly. Uh, it's it's good though. It's 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 a really good uh, addition to the game. I think it's worth the money it, it costs if you don't have the uh, the season pass. Um, man, the Yetis are scary as hell, man. That first time he jumped out at me, Stoffinator can attest to it along with some other guys. But I was freaking out because as big as those Yetis are, man, they are fast. Claptrap sounds like a group of hookers. <laughs> Maybe in Canada it does. Uh, but yeah, I, if you're a fan of Far Cry 4, I, I really do think that the Valley of the Yeti is is worth it. It's just a little weird because you're also kind of defending that base and everything, so it's a little weird, but uh, it's not too bad that way. Uh, we're playing some more Battlefield Hardline. You know what? I just realized I have the wrong played list up. There we go. 
uh, playing some Battlefield Hardline, which I'll be uh, which I'll be reviewing after the break. Uh, a ton of MLB 14, the show, uh, and wrote of the show. Actually started my, I think, fourth character, fifth character, something like that. Started new. I uh, was playing it all weekend. And, uh, yeah, <laughs> it's still crazy how it, it, I was just just dominating in the minors. Like, I got called up to AAA in the first season. And I got done with the first season, went into spring training in 2015, which I barely did anything, and then I got a contract. I got pulled up to the to the majors in the next year. So, uh, have you driven the couch? No, I have not. Irish Joe, um, I don't even know where you do that. Is that in the multiplayer? Uh, so, <laughs> it's weird. MLB, and and I'll talk about MLB a little bit also with the review. So, um, Sony in their in their grand knowledgeable wisdom. They're not sending out review copies to anybody until midnight, like Tuesday morning at 12.01. So this is a game that I usually spend at least 40 hours on to do the review. And I'm not going to have that possibility. So what I'm thinking about doing is we're going to do a live review. So I'm going to go down to Rocks. We're going to throw MLB on as soon as we're able to download it. And we're going to start streaming it, and we're going to just keep streaming it like as long as we can stay awake. And uh, and that's it. So, no, I'm not doing Diamond Dynasty. I'm not doing a Dynasty player because I don't play those modes uh, because I don't understand Diamond Dynasty. Even after so many years, they, I've had people explain it to me directly. Uh, the, the developers explain it to me directly, and I still don't get Diamond Dynasty. I, do, I just don't understand it. So, um, yeah, I don't... They're basically saying that the reason that we're not going to get review copies until then is because they have this universal advancement system in place now. So that we're, whenever you get uh, XP or whatever they're going to call it, stubs, whatnot, it doesn't matter what mode you get that stuff in. It's all universal and it all carries to all the different modes. And they said that that server won't be available until that night. Cut to what happens every year with MLB, the show, uh, there's already people that have it in their hands today. Actually, there are people that had it in their hands yesterday on Tuesday that have been streaming it, and it completely negates the need for a review, in my opinion. Uh, it's kind of silly. So I was actually trying to get somebody that maybe lived in New York City or something that could get a hold of one to maybe get one, and I could, I could buy it off of them or whatever and have it sent here so I could have it over the weekend. Because literally, I do wor- I, I, usually when that game shows up, I'm on it for like an entire three four days, like morning till night. And um, it's very disappointing to me because I like to be as thorough as possible. Uh, it's, it's, I don't know. It, it seems like this year their, their whole strategy is to only really give a crap about the bigger sites, even though those bigger sites have nobody that cares about baseball whatsoever. But it seems like just the amount of clicks that a site gets matters more than uh, catering to... Not even just us. Uh, Operation Sports is going through the same thing right now. I, I talk to those guys all the time. Uh, they, you know, in years past, it wasn't that we would expect special treatment or something like that, but there was there was a level of trust set up. And this isn't the studio, by the way. This is not the studio doing this. It's it's public relations, and uh, I've, I've voiced my opinion to them, and that's all I can do because we're not really that big. <laughs> so <clears throat> it is what it is. It sucks. I think it really sucks for the fans of the game. I mean. I don't know if it's them just saying, well, we know the game is that good. It doesn't matter what the reviews say. But 
you know, if if you look at one of my MLB reviews, especially from, from the last couple of years, it has nothing to do with the, with the score. It has to do with what I wrote up about the different modes and with all the different changes. And I do think that's important for a game like this, especially something so deep as MLB The Show franchise. And uh, I think that this year they just don't give a crap and they just want IGN to post something. Or they want Games Radar to po- or uh, uh, Giant Bomb to post something. Or Game Informer to post something. And that's it, because they get more more traffic. So that's where it is. Uh, but like I said, the plan is right now, I'm going to head down to Rocks on Monday night. I'll probably record from Rocks House. And then uh, as soon as that code goes live to us, I'm going to be putting it in there. We're downloading it with everybody else that's that's getting the game at midnight. And we'll start streaming it. And uh, I don't know. I, I was kind of joking with the idea of putting as much time into my written review as uh, Sony has put into getting all the sites involved that really care about baseball. So I said it'd probably be like five five sentences or something. But that's just me being an asshole. That's just me being uh, passive-aggressive, right? <laughs> Honaker's here. Honaker! Sup? Six-hour install. It could be. I mean, this game usually has a 20-gig install. After the fact. You do the regular install, and then there's another bigger install. So it's... But, I mean, that's what gives, gets us the most views, right, Stoff? It's the uh, it's load screens and install screens. And that's huge views right there on, on Twitch. So, anyway, I just wanted to bring that up to let people know that nobody apparently is getting review copies until that night. Like, even the bigger sites aren't. So, it's stupid. Uh, Axiom Verge, I've been playing a lot more of that. I don't know how much I can say, but I'm telling you, it is. If you're... Uh, <laughs> the install streams are the best. Thanks, Backburner. Um, if you're a Metroid fan, seriously, Axiom Verge is so damn good. Uh, he did such a great job with it. Uh, we're going to try to have them on for an interview next week. I was supposed to have an interview with Ramon for MLB this week, and then that got moved. So things are really up in the air right now because we're also trying to get uh, Stuart Gilray back on the podcast. So you should have one update bar in the top corner now. I know. I'd have so many more viewers. Um... But Axiom Verge, I love man, I love the soundtrack too. He did such a fantastic job on the soundtrack. But uh, it's it's a challenging game. It's very well laid out, and uh, I, I can't wait to to get through it. Uh, let's see here, Jason Honaker trying to give baseball a chance this year and contemplating buying MLB the show. Why? If you don't, do you just want to like share play mine to see if you like it? Although an hour isn't really that long with it. Uh, played some more Call of Duty Advanced Warfare. I think I've got my third prestige up to like level 47 now, 48. I don't think I'm going to prestige after I get hit 50 again. I just I think it's kind of pointless at this at this juncture. Um, yeah, I wish they put a, a playlist up with all the maps, including the expansion, but they don't have that done yet. So, I don't know. Uh, let's see, Honker says, maybe I got into football by playing Madden. Well, I will say this, Jason. Uh, MLB The Show has this great beginner mode uh, that kind of walks you through. It simplifies the controls for you for a while, and you can choose to change things out after that. Uh, it does explain the game to you, and, and, and that's what's really cool about it. Uh, and, and the nice thing is they usually don't take anything away from you in terms of options. They just uh, They just add stuff. So it's pretty cool. I, I'm, I'm excited for MLB 15, obviously. So, 
Uh, and then another game. So this game has been in development for like three years. It was on the PC for a while, and then they brought this updated version off for PlayStation finally. Uh, Jamestown Plus. So this is a vertical shmup, very uh, very bullet hell style, but not a, tr- a true dojin shmup. It's not all bullet, bullet hell. It's kind of a, a mixture of a lot of things. But also it's got a four-player co-op mode, which I obviously have not played yet. Uh, hopefully I'll have that loaded up at MGC and we can all try it out. But, uh, man, it is really good. <clears throat> I love the soundtrack. I love the graphics. I love the gameplay. Uh, you start out like your ship moves a little bit slower than I expected, but... Uh, it's it's fantastic. Uh, it's I haven't really gotten into shmups too much lately, and here I got two. You know, I got Jamestown, I got Soldier X, and uh, Jamestown Plus is is very good. You, you you'd be surprised at how well it does when it's not really developed by Cave or any of the other uh, developers that you know that do a lot of shmups. Pardon me, I need a beverage. Ah. <clears throat> So, but give it a try if you're into shmups at all. If you're into shooters, uh, it's really, really good. And I cannot wait to try the four-player mode out. They do a nice job. And it's funny that we'll be talking about Soldier X2 in a minute. But uh, they do a nice job in uh, Jamestown Plus, like making sure that you can see everything that's happening on the screen. That you can see all the shots coming at you. Uh, and because that was a problem with the first Soldier X. That was a major problem is that a lot of the shots would kind of blend into the colors in the background, that sort of thing. So... And then Soldier X2 for the Vita. Uh, this has been a long time coming. East Asia Soft uh, finally released it on Vita. And wow, is it good. They did a fantastic job bringing that over to the Vita. And it's a great game. It's it's so much better than the first Soldier X. I mean, Soldier X was a good attempt the first time, but uh, it, it, it had a lot of problems. But the cool thing is they listened to the problems. They listened to the, what the people were telling them, and then... We uh, Soldier X2 came out and it's it's pretty fantastic. It's not it's not like in a top five of mine or anything like that, but it's really good and and uh, you should definitely give it a try. And then, and man on the Vita screen, oh, it looks fantastic. So, all right, let's take a call. Somebody call in, damn it. WDT Torgo on the uh, on the old Skype, or you can call seven one five. Five zero two four seven two two. You can talk to me about whatever. What game are you playing? What are you excited for? Tell me the ways that you hate Stoffinator. Okay. Oh boy. This guy always calls. Welcome to PS Nation. May I take your order? Hey, how you doing? I would like some. I would like a bird fries uh-huh. and. And a side order of how you doing, man? Uh, doing all right. Got to do this all alone because Josh bitched out on me. <laughs> oh, I'm sick. Ooh. Yeah, and and his opinion on PlayStation View, man. What the fuck is that? He has that all to himself and doesn't want to say anything. Like, what the fuck, man? The well, fuck? I think he was going to talk about it, but then he got sick. Uh, yeah. No excuses, Langford. I agree. So, who is this? Who are we talking to? This is Shikebi. Or like I always say, also Alexito fourteen on on PSN. Friend bomb, Alexito. Yeah. What is it, Alexito? What? Alexito fourteen. There you go, friend bomb. <laughs> so. Yeah, man, I'm stuck at work right now, but I said fuck it, <laughs> let's stick it to the man and call PS Nation. The, the first two callers we have are people at work. That's just uh, that's priceless. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so, what are you and the wife playing lately? Ah oh, man, we have been just hooked on Destiny. Yes, I know you're gonna hate. Don't hate us, man. Don't hate us. But I was we're playing just... Destiny. When did I play Destiny stuff? On Monday. 
I think I played on Monday. Oh, we played last night too because we did the uh, the Crota raid and I got nothing. I got like I got shards or something. Damn it! Oh god. Played it on hard and I didn't get anything good. Oof. Yeah, I'm. Pissed. Why? And you're still you're still level twenty nine. No, I had to. I switched some stuff around. I got barely up to thirty just so I could do it on hard. Oh and, man, that mu- that must have been ball busting. Uh, well, I mean, obviously I couldn't do much. I would shoot things and I would just die right away. But yeah, they kind of drug me through. They drug my corpse through the whole Crotorade and <laughs> exactly. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, man. Uh, yeah, uh, me and the wife we've been playing the hell out of it, and we're just having so we're still having so much fun uh, with it. And we don't know what it is. It's just so much fun. It, you're it chasing that dragon. Of- Ah, yeah, man. Dude, I've always said my whole life, I'm never going to get into an MMO. I'm never going to get into it. And look what the fuck happened, man. Look what the fuck happened. Well, I mean, but I think that that's where their brilliance comes in, is the fact that it still feels like you're playing a shooter. I know, man. The gunplay, I actually think it feels better than Halo. Oh, I I totally agree that it it feels better than Halo, because the problem I always had with Halo was that either you, you have a gun that the spray pattern is so wide that you can't really be very accurate or you're quick scoping with a sniper rifle. And that was it. Like there was no in between yeah. with that game. Yeah. I mean, though, especially with this new patch that they came out with, with the balancing. Yeah. I think they did it. They're doing a little good job. They're listening to the community. They're constantly doing changes and I don't know, man, I'm just, I'm still hooked with it, but it's, uh, there's another thing I need to ask you and I want to see if any viewers can help me out here. I'm gonna be receiving a fifty dollar gift card soon for PSN, and mm. I do not know. I do not know what to spend it on. I'm telling you, man, get Axiom Verge. Axiom Verge. That's for that's the Metroid game. You, yeah, the, the Metroid like game. Yep, I've got two replays up on YouTube if you want to see how they are. But I'm, I'm serious. I'm hooked, and it's it's so much fun. Oh man, that, well, that sounds like a good idea. Yeah, and it's a challenging game. It's not something you're just gonna blow right through. Blow right through right away. And he has a speed run mode in it now. Oh, wow. Yeah, I thought that was pretty cool. Yeah, that is pretty cool. All right, man. Well, I got to go back to work. I'm going to get my ass whooped here. Yeah. Bum, 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 bum. I hope you get fired. Then you're just another piece of PS Nation losing our jobs. Oh, no. Hell no. I got a wife to take care of. Oh, hell, I can't do that. <laughs> All right, man. All right. Take well, it take, easy. Take it easy, man. All right. Bye-bye. All right. We need another call. Let's go. Thank you very much, Shakabi, for calling. Oh, we already have a call coming in. <laughs> PS Nation, how can I help you? <laughs> Turn down your stream! Hi. Hey, how you doing? Good, who is this? Uh, you're talking to Roger Cannon, how you been? Oh my god! How's it going, buddy? Not too shabby, looks like you're having a good night tonight. Uh, not too bad, I could probably be drinking tonight, but I chose not to, just to keep my sanity. Yeah, I wondered if you were having one of those beer mix things that you've been making. Oh, uh, a Moscow Mule? Yeah, yeah. Nah, I don't have any vodka. Ah, okay. I'm at my parents' well, place. All I they have is a- all they have is like rail drinks, and there's a bottle of scotch I have here, but I forgot to pull it out. <laughs> Curious why none of my podcasts. Uh, I've got about eight podcasts I follow religiously, and nobody's talking about the GTA heist for some reason. You know. I really want to do one, and we keep talking about it, but I've been so freaking busy the last couple of weeks, I haven't gotten to it yet. And I, I'm serious. I That was the thing I was more excited about than anything for GTA. And yeah. I just I haven't gotten to it. 
we we keep talking about it too. Like, oh yeah, tomorrow night we should do the, the heist, and then something comes up. Like, I have an interview in the morning for a job or whatever. I did. I was working like six hours today on our financial stuff to get our taxes ready. Oh, God. So it's just been crap like that, you know. Uh, but yeah, I definitely yeah, want to play them. I know you've been playing them though. I've seen you posting about them. Yeah, yeah, I, I'm really enjoying them. I think it's a really uh, wonderful bit of DLC, I guess you could call it. Um, can't say enough about how much fun I'm having. Of course, if you're in with randoms, you're meeting griefers and all kinds of weirdos, so you kind of got to uh. make sure you hook up with friends. And But uh, the content is wonderful. Uh, I've played every one of them so far all the way through, and uh, just they, they've done a good thing. Like, for instance, I uh, played the second one, the Prison Break, several times in the same role and nice. uh, got good at the role and learned things and figured out, you know, that tell this guy to wait till the clock gets to that point And it's very involved and very complicated and nice. incredibly enjoyable. Yeah. I, that, that's what I'm so excited for. And, and there's no way I would play with that, that with randoms. I mean, the, the, there's never been a, a hint in my mind that, I, Oh, I'll just get on with the randoms. There's, I, I'm playing that with friends. I'm playing that with people I know that I can play with online uh, and yeah. I keep hearing things like, uh, you know, you can't do the heist and let, you can't be a leader of the heist unless you've either hit with like level 12 online or if you finish the campaign, right? You have to be level 12 to play the heist altogether is what I'm oh. led to believe. Okay. Um, it's, it's kind of odd. I still can't figure out. I'm actually playing two characters on the PS4 and one on the PS3. Mm. And, uh, it, as far as I can determine, and hopefully someone correct me if I'm wrong, but. It seems like you've got to uh, host the heist in order to lock, unlock the next one that hosted as well. Okay. In addition to that, while you're doing that, you can join other people's heists. So you help your friends get through, say, heist number two. Then they help you get through heist number two by let, you know joining your host game, basically. Right. That's what I've been but, hearing, uh, too. So. Yeah, it's a lot. Of, it's just a blast. And uh, like I said, the content and detail, there's you know four roles. The first heist is two people only, and the rest of them are four people only. There's four different roles. I think there's a good variety of gameplay to be had. And, uh, yeah, it's great. You're shouting at your friends and, get that cop, get that guy over there. What did you do? Why'd you miss him? And, nice. you know, the whole thing. It's just a whole buttload of fun. So is it, it, the, it, the roles are pretty similar to, like, when you did the heist in the, in the story. So you have, like, a gunman or two. You have a, a safe cracker. You have a, a tech person, that sort of thing. Exactly, exactly. Okay. Uh, you've got, like, two guys who... We're going to run planes, or one guy's running a chopper, and the other's in a plane. While the other two are running through the prison, getting shot all to hell, and, and rescuing the guy who everybody says looks like Heisenberg, but <laughs> a little bit. Um, but yeah, there's the, the very last heist: you escape on motorcycles, and oh, really? it's an endless hell of trying to get to the take your motorcycle from you know the center of the map to the top of the map. And uh, the cops are just relentless and ruthless and, you know, those murderous rat and yeah. <laughs> Wow. Yeah, it sounds, I'm serious, I, I've just been so inundated with reviews. Like, we, I don't know what it is, but every one of us that's doing reviews right now is just getting our asses kicked. I mean, I think all of us have at least three games on our plate. <clears throat> so I haven't even started writing the Battlefield Hardline one yet, which I'll do tomorrow. Um, and I'm, I've got Axiom Verge that I have to get done, and I've got... I've been doing all these hardware reviews and that stupid M4 converter thing and everything else, and I just haven't gotten to get to it. So, uh, yeah, we'll have to play those soon. Instead of getting on, yeah, instead of letting people twist my arm into playing Destiny for a whole night. <laughs> oh, let's just go do the raid. It'll take 45 minutes. Five hours later, we're done. 
I actually reinstalled Destiny the other night because somebody asked me to play it, and then we ended up not playing it. <laughs> nice. But, I mean, uh, I still like playing it, but I think every couple of weeks on Destiny it actually works out pretty well. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but we're we're enjoying the uh, we're enjoying the heist quite a lot, and I've, I've made a lot of new friends on the PS4. Nice folks on the PS3. I, I, I'm starting to get the feeling that we're starting to get a lot of lot more people moving over to the four now. Yeah, younger people who can't afford both consoles are leaving their threes behind and just trading in or whatever. But um, yeah, get on those heists, man. They're just just loads and loads of fun, and then. Uh, unbelievably good to play man yeah it's totally on my list it's it's, it's something i definitely want to do i just need the time to do it hopefully that'll come up soon though i think after mgc i'll have a lot more time to play stuff because it sounds like april's going to be kind of a uh a dead month for game releases and everything so i'll have some time to catch up on things well i certainly hope so dude yeah me too i I definitely want to play them so we'll i'll make sure to look for you if you're online you can come on and play with us show us how it's done all right Shoot me an invite, man. I will. I'm, I'm damn near an expert on the first floor now. Nice. <laughs> That's what we need. All right. I'll let you run, man. All right, man. Thanks for the call. Have a good night. You too. Bye-bye. All right. That was Roger Cannon, folks. Somebody else want to... Is Ham Demon uh, Roger Cannon? He goes by so many different names. I don't know. Anybody else want to call in? Anyone? 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 Going once, going twice. I know it's a delay, so that's why I'm giving you a little bit of time. I know that uh, William McCullough was trying to call in before. Maybe he should call in since it's like four in the morning where he lives, you insane person. Or two in the morning, two in the morning. I know math. I know math a lot. Ham Demon is Roger Gannon. Okay, man. I'm gonna be I'm gonna be anonymous on the internet. I'm gonna use a different name everywhere I go. Ooh. <laughs> oh, here we go. There he is, ladies and gentlemen. It's Lard Team Maker. Good evening. How are you? Very good. Cheers <laughs> to you, sir. Uh, cheers to you as well, mate. <laughs> Why are you up to slate? Oh wait, I forgot who I was talking to. Because <laughs> I'm mental. <laughs> Will you stop like beating my pinball scores just for like a week, please? I gave you some time. I took a break from the South Park one. Yeah, but I haven't had time to play them anymore. <laughs> well, plus well, I've been play- Oh, I forgot to talk about that Pinball FX2. They find or uh, uh, not pin- um, Pinball Arcade. They finally released some new tables, including Adam's family. Yeah, yeah. Oh, that's cool. Because, you know, the reason I started playing again recently was someone actually was watching a mate of his stream, and he, he messages me on PS4 going, I would like to chase your scores. Yeah. But, uh, okay, then. Then I see his scores beating mine. It's like, I can't have this. <laughs> so I went straight back on. A couple of days later, that, that nice little one billion score on South Park came wow. up. So it's like, mm. uh, You suck. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's funny because uh, my buddy Rock he only has like three friends on PS4 and the only reason that he really has anything on there is to, he wants to beat all my pinball scores. That's his one goal in life. <laughs> I bitch at him all the time because anytime I see him, there it is, there's his name. And, and he's pissed off because I have, I think two scores that he cannot beat. He just, he just keeps trying and trying and trying. But now a, a coworker actually got him hooked on uh, the binding of Isaac. So he, that's oh. all he plays now. And I've, I've never played that game yet. So you got a respite from him then. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, I got a little rest there, but then I've got freaking Lard Team Maker on the other side of me, taking my scores down like a like a boss. <laughs> well, the, 
the the rock rock score on um oh what was it now the wild west table during that stream was what was it it's castle storm uh castle storm was the one he went off on yeah that yeah. one was impressive it's like that was i was crazy. looking that stunned yeah he uh <laughs> he went on a roll and the funny thing is like he and i have been playing those two tables the day before and that day as well we were just like you know trading off the controller like just playing them playing them and I knew that I was going to make him play while I talked to Bobby for a change. And he was doing terrible. Like, he was just doing awful. And then he just went on. You, but that's what happens. Like, even when I was playing that Star Wars table that one time, I just got on this roll and you just, you're hitting all your marks and yep. you're hitting all your combos and that's it. You, hit, you, you go into that sort of mental zone where you just sort of almost zone out. Yep. That's when the scores just start coming. Oh, yeah, definitely. I mean, it's like one of the best ways I do that is by listening to podcasts and music. It just so it just helps me just close off everything else and just away I go. Yeah, yeah. Not me um, because I have I, no attention span. <laughs> so you say that, and then you put off the big scores that we see on the on the streams. Well, it's so funny that I, I that I pulled off a couple of them on the streams because I'm usually trying to talk to Bobby, but then you can tell when I get in the zone because I don't talk for like five minutes. Yeah, I just go totally quiet, and she's just sitting like, "Should I say something?" Or because she's watching the stream too, seeing what I'm doing, and just like, "Oh my god, what the hell!" And then you get people in the stream going, "Why are you chatting? This is not very I, good for a Twitch." Oh yeah, this isn't Twitch. You're playing a game. You should be talking to us and giving us shoutouts. God forbid, it's like playing a game on Twitch. Ooh. I know. I that whole culture just boggles my mind. I, I don't understand that at all. Uh, makes me laugh with that, but I still think they need uh, an esports league of Flets and Pinball. They need to be, made, you know, letting us earn the big bucks on that one. Yeah. Well, I will say we're finally going to do that in April. Bobby and I are going to sit down and, and uh, try to figure out an actual league for our forums and get everything running. Uh, but proper like partnership with Zen and the whole nine. Oh, that's cool because yeah. I need some more slippers. My last pair wore wore out. <laughs> Well, <laughs> yeah, I keep forgetting to bring my slippers with me. Um, yeah, so we're gonna we're definitely gonna try that. Uh, she's just busy with stuff right now, and and you know with PAX and GDC overlapping and everything, it was just kind of crazy. And we have MGC in a couple weeks, so uh, I think once MGC's done and, and things die down for me, where she and I are gonna get on Skype and just figure everything out. Yeah, because wasn't that just sort of like like three conventions going on in the space of two weeks? Because I know it, they overlapped with Res and the Baftas, didn't they? Yeah, uh, the ba- it was. I think in order it was the Baftas, and then GDC, and then PAX East started the last day of, G- of GDC, so they overlapped today. And then well, Res was a week after that, and a lot of yeah, people well, really didn't go to Res from what I saw. Well, Res and the Baftas were happening on the same days because it was the Thursday we, when we went down there. Yeah. Um, at first, it was quite quiet, but then it, that was considered more press day. Oh, and then? And then it was BAFTAs in the evening. Oh, okay. Did you go to the BAFTAs this year? Oh, yes. Nice. <laughs> I've, I've seen my ugly mug on there twice on, oh, this, on the live stream. So it's like, how did the cameras not break when they saw me? <laughs> <laughs> and then we also had South by Southwest here, too. Yeah. So, yeah. So And that's where they, um, uh, the folks that did Pure Pool for the PS4 and the other platforms, they're doing a, a, a poker game now. And they revealed it down there. And there's an open beta on Xbox, but we're going to have a PS4 version coming soon. And I'm, I'm going to see if they'll let me stream it uh, because I'm a big poker player, like in real life. Uh, that, that's actually a big part of my life. So I'm hoping that they're going to let me stream it a little bit or at least show it off. But I'm excited for that. I, I'm stoked. 
I sometimes have moods where I get into poker and want to play a little bit of it of Texas Hold'em and I just fall, fall out of it again and it sort of drifts off. So yeah. that might be something to get back get get me into properly because I do like do like a bit of poker at times. Yeah, yeah. Well, I, my stepfather taught me how to play poker when I was like seven years old. So I was playing when I was going to CES back in like the early nineties. We would stay downtown in Vegas, and I'd go down to like the Four Queens or, or uh, Binions. And I'd sit in the poker room, and there would be one table of old guys playing Hold'em. I mean, nobody knew what that game was back then. So here yeah. I was, like this, you know, scruffy twenty-year-old or twenty-one-year-old playing Hold'em with all these guys, and it was it was weird. <laughs> Nowadays, well, you can just find it everywhere, and you got to have a they have a waiting list to get to a stupid table. Yeah, and it's, it's really exploded over in Europe over here because there's like big TV tournaments and stuff like oh, that. Oh, it's know. all over the place here still. Yeah, so. Yeah, I mean, it's really kicking off, so that's pretty cool. Um, yeah, the one big thing about the BAFTAs, though, was Destiny, one game of the year. Wow. And, hey, so the BAFTAs yeah. and PS Nation are so close together. Yeah, because the thing is, though, a lot of the people, including people in the press room, went, really, Destiny game of the year? Because, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's all right. Uh, I don't play it that much these days or at all because I got bored of the same mission over and uh-huh. over and over again. Yeah. But yeah, it's like game of the year. No, I, I don't agree. Sorry. <laughs> there was much bigger games and better games like, you know, Shadow of Mordor and Alien Isolation that was in the running and Monument yeah. Valley was, it was, was there in the running as well. And that's apparently really good. Uh, I've heard great things about Monument Valley. I think it did win for best visuals though, didn't it? Or did it get snubbed? It won two awards. I think you got best, best visuals. Season. Yeah. Yeah, which is well-deserved. I have a feeling that'll be coming to PlayStation sometime soon. I think if they want to make money for it, they'll, they'll probably do it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Not like Atari. <laughs> yeah. <sighs> Don't get me started on those wankers. Uh, yeah, I saw, that, I saw that the other day and went, oh, really? What are you up to? Yeah. <laughs> so what, are you, so what, are you, what else are you playing right now? What are you, what are you up um, to? At the moment, there's only three things this week I've been really into. Um, Counter Spy is oh, one nice. of them, and my my jaw sort of dropped when I saw um, Josh's score on there. Yeah. yeah, on the leaderboard, it's like, how the hell have you got that high? You yeah, he's get, he's getting very Rain Man with that game. How's he doing? Is he just going continuing doing the levels backwards and forwards? That's and what he is doing. Yeah, he, he won't finish the game. He just goes in and he's trying to get everything to the lowest DefCon on both right, sides. That, Sounds about right, then I'm going to have to chase that one down, then, I think. Oh, snap. <laughs> I do enjoy it, though. It's, it's, it's quite fun. Nice. Um, playing Battlefield Hardline. What do you think? I enjoy it. I enjoy Hotwire. Hotwire's a great mode. See, Hotwire I got bored with. I don't know. I just it, it was fun for a while, and then I just got, like, all I do now in Hotwire. So Hotwire, for those that aren't playing the game, Hotwire is basically uh, Conquest, where you have to hold a point, but the point is a vehicle that you have to keep driving as fast as possible. So it's almost like the Keanu Reeves movie uh, Speed combined with Conquest. And yep. so all I'm doing now, I've devolved now to either having to always going as a mechanic and having a grenade launcher and standing in one spot waiting for them to come at me. And I grenade launcher them to blow them up. And that's all I do. I don't drive anymore. Or if I do drive, I have somebody else drive. And I'm in the passenger seat, and if I've got somebody following us, I try to blow them up with a grenade launcher. That's oh, we had. Um, oh, there was a couple la- last night we were playing in the inner city level of, of it, and they, they picked one corner, and they took a car there, they stayed there. It was sort of just off the playing field, so they could run backwards and forwards and keep the timer going. Yeah. RPG. 
as soon as people come back, boom, RPG again, boom. Go but, back to the car, pick up another one, boom. It's like, oh, you son of What I bitch. hate, and, and maybe it's because I, I play Battlefield 3 and 4 a very specific way, but I absolutely despise the fact that to get an RPG, you have to go find one. You can't put it in your loadout. So it's almost impossible to take helicopters down in this game now. Literally almost impossible. Because you only get one shot with the RPG anyway. And and you can't even take down a chopper with one RPG shot in that in that game. Have you not bought the RPG yet for your loadout? I, I it's, it's, it for there's sale. one in there. Oh, it's, in the armory. It. it's in the armory bit. It's, um, if you go into vehicles... Yeah, it's good to know then. Maybe I'll have to do that. I yeah, haven't, in, I haven't seen it yet, bit. though. Because I know they changed up the whole bit with the whole boosts and the loadout sort of oh, stuff. God, now, I hate the boosts now. The boosts, yeah, rather than the boosts going all over it, it's just certain areas, like specific things. Yeah. It's like assists or just controlling areas. You get your, your boosts, which I'm not sure whether I really enjoy. Yeah. I, it, it sounds a bit... Eh, well, you know. But that's the problem. What is it, four different boosts now or four different types? So you have one just for if you're going for the objective and there's one for... Yeah. It's stupid because it's a dynamic game. You don't know how you're going to be playing it in a specific map, so you might be wasting a boost completely. Yeah, because I, I know this you can change it up with your certain um, skill types, so you can you can chop and change between um, your operator and yeah. mechanic and so forth. Yeah. But in terms of the actual specific ones, it's like, yeah, you, you, I have to agree with you. There's no, there's no way you're knowing how you're going to play, whether you're going to be going after the objectives and holding them for that amount of time to run out the half hour. Yeah. Um, and the actual storyline, I'm up to episode eight now, uh, and I keep hearing it's like a bad cop show, and before, before you know, we bought it on Friday. It's not even, I mean, there's a lot of bad cop shows out there that everybody really loved. <laughs> yeah, this is a bad cop show that's written so poorly, and I'll talk about it in the review, obviously, but it's written so poorly that at one point, there's a bad guy in the game, in the story, that, but then another bad guy shows up that's like his boss, and they yeah. don't know what to do with the first bad guy, so they're just like, well, we're just going to have him burst into the room and you're going to shoot him in the head. And that was it. Like, <laughs> all of a sudden, it's just boom, done. What? What, what happened? Because the, the, writing, the writers are so bad, they couldn't figure out what to do with this guy. They're like, oh, crap, we have another bad guy. What do we do with this one now? It, it's so <laughs> terrible. And uh, so yeah, I, I, I got right through the story, and I, I did not like it at all. I, I, I really hated it. It's the mansion bit where he suddenly disappears on the screen in the bedroom. It's like, what? what? Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. So how did you know? Well, you got cameras. I didn't see cameras. It didn't show up. There was bloody cameras about. There's alarms coming up on your screen. Where yeah. the hell is the cameras? Yeah. It's <laughs> it's not a good story. There was some good stuff in the game though, like the hurricane and the mall and the outside mall and everything was really cool. But yeah, it just it man, the story did nothing for me in that game. So there's half my review, folks. <laughs> And and yeah, the multiplayer, yeah, it's all right. You know, I need to try more heist because I haven't really tried that since the beer. I think I think heist is probably the best mode in hardline online. But all it is is the same keep away that you've seen in however however many other games. Yeah, I mean, it's nothing special. I think I really think Payday the Heist is is a much better game in that respect. Uh, I, I played Conquest a lot, in, in Conquest small and regular. I mean, it's Conquest, but the map layouts just aren't as good as, as even BF3 or BF4 or even Battlefield uh, Bad Company 2, in my opinion. Do you and, think in Conquest Large that the maps are smaller? <clears throat> because there was that one that's on the beach sort of cliff front with the, with the actual um, yeah. houses there. That felt a hell of a lot smaller than Battlefield 4. Well, I think it's because they're trying to make some of the stuff a little more urban. Um, 
so that one that you're talking about is just weird because you have to run around a lot of things that's out of bounds. Um, but I mean, if you do conquest in that big open desert one with the you know the little uh, gas station in the middle and all that stuff, oh yeah, it's fine. But the problem is, it's so open that it's so much easier to put snipers up. And and I mean, maybe it's just because we have like 400 some hours into Battlefield 4 Conquest, and maybe I, you know it's because I played that much of BF3 and et cetera, et cetera. Uh, I still, man, I'm just reviewing it all way here. I, I really attest that they should not have put the Battlefield name on this game. They should have made it a new franchise, but I think their fear was that they put so much money into the into the development of this game that they didn't think it was going to sell well enough unless they attached the Battlefield name to it. And yeah. it, just because it's made in the stupid uh, Frostbite 3 engine, they I don't know. It, it seems like it was just a marketing decision to put that name on there, and I don't think they should have. Um, I, I, I mean, as a Battlefield game, I think it's one of the worst ones ever made. I really do. I, I think that the only one worse is probably the first Modern Combat. And I know a lot of people have a lot of love for Modern Combat, but those are console-only people. If you ever played Battlefield on, on the PC, Modern Combat is the worst one in the series. <laughs> <laughs> Next in line was 2142. That game was broken, but it had some but good it, stuff. It made me happy because they went, oh, you've been playing Battlefield over time, so here's some more battle packs for you. It's like, oh, oh. 200 boosts, thank you. I'll take that. Oh, no, oh, another one. No, I'll take that as well. Yeah. Here we go. And our, it was funny because our review copy, they sent the $69 version, so it had the 10 battle packs and everything else. I I couldn't even tell you what it, it added, really. It, it was just so, so much junk. I'm like, what? Huh? All right, whatever. Yeah, I'm not. I'm decided not to buy the actual... Um, the, the premium just yeah I'll wait to see whether that comes down nope. a little bit before I decide on that one. Yeah, if I if I want to get premium, I have to pay for it myself, and I don't see myself playing that game that that much. I just don't. Yeah, because I mean, Battlefield Four's premium. I actually thought that was really good value because I got a PS3 version and the PS4 version for the yeah. same price, so I saved like about 120 quid. Oh yeah, definitely. Fair enough. <laughs> yeah, that's one of those and, rare occasions from EA that you actually got a deal. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, because they're, they're, they're as bad as Activision with some of that crap. <laughs> I think EA's got worse, really. I Probably. really do. <laughs> I mean, premium for BF4 was really good, and, and it ended up being a good value, but you never know, and it's 50 bucks. I mean, I'm paying $110 for the game now, and and that's a lot of money to, to you know, hopefully you get enough content out of it, but I just don't care about Hardline enough yet. I'm still playing it, and I haven't quit on it, but... I'm just not playing it enough, and and the reason being is I'm not having fun with it. I play it, and I want to go back to play Battlefield 4. I think it might be who to play with as well, because, again, if you get any good squads, that's yeah. that. I mean, I've played a hell of a lot of Battlefield Hardline on multiplayer over the past couple of weekends. I've put an absolute ton in of time in, so I'm up to, like, le- almost level 30 now. Oh, my God. So, it's just, yeah, I, I've, I've, I, in multiplayer itself... Yeah. I'm finding it finding fun. I mean, I think I may have got up to that level quite quickly because of the whole wire and just staying in the cars mostly because that sure. sends your your score going sky high. Well, Chillionaire was saying that he was running a, a, a multiplayer or like a, a boost and he was in the car yeah. and I think in one level he got 37,000 points. Yeah. I mean, you can't, yeah. yeah I, I just, I don't know. I, I'm still going to play it. Maybe I'll find something about it that I really love. But right now, as a Battlefield player like I am. I've played every single Battlefield, uh, and I've played them extensively. Even Modern Combat, which I hated, like or Modern War, uh, Modern Combat, yeah, with that Vaseline cam. Um, I just... It's just not doing it for me. Yeah. Yeah. That's fair enough. Um, and finally, the other game I've been playing a lot of late is a, f- a game called Flame Over. Ah, uh, yes, Tackle. the roguelike on the Vita. 
Yes. It's, I mean, I've spoken to Alistair Evans a couple of times now, and we've managed to get him on uh, on Game Chat a couple of, uh, yeah, one time for a big interview. Nice. And hopefully again when the PS4 uh, bit comes out, which if you want, I'm not sure, do you know when they're, they're, they're toting it coming out on the PS4? Uh, I don't have it in front of me. I do know, but... Yeah, because I, I can say if you want, because it's like the second week in June they're looking for. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I, I remember... Really Saying something that, that man, that's really close to to E three. Yeah, yeah. But it's. I mean, if you haven't played it, I, I seriously recommend it. It's a lot of fun. I've bought it. I have not touched it yet. I played it at a, at a show, though. I think I played it at uh, PSX, I believe. Yeah. It was neat. It was very neat. I, I I'm not a big roguelike guy, but um, yeah, I thought it was really cool. And, and man, Chaz loved it. Yeah. <laughs> I completely agree with Chaz on that one. It's it's great, a great little game. Yeah, yeah, definitely. But, so yeah, I mean, say so yeah, that that's the only thing I recommend, and that's generally what I've been playing this week, really. Cool. So cool. I will let you go. All right, stay away from my oh. my Zen pinball scores, and we'll be all right. <laughs> well, you know, we're, as long as I'm being distracted by Battlefield and Flame Over, you, your your scores will be safe. <laughs> well, make sure seriously give. It sounds like I have a stake in the game, but seriously, try Axiom Verge out. It's really good. Yeah, because yeah. that, that was one of the games. That's one of the games we didn't look. Well, we I looked at uh, at Rest, um, but we didn't actually have time to play it because there, there was other games like um, Gang Beasts. I'm mm. not sure you tried that. Yeah, if you haven't, if you like Royal Rumble sort of type games, then that's brilliant. Yeah, yeah, no, I've heard about <laughs> it because I managed during the, during the match. There was um, the one that we, where you're in the ring. There was two guys just trying to get get us out. Mm-hmm. So I, I sort of managed to reverse it, lift them both up, one arm each, and just chuck them out <laughs> to win oh, the match. Like, yes! <laughs> nice. Then it must be the next match, but yeah. <laughs> cool. So yeah, but yeah, that, that, that's another one I would, I'd recommend. Right. As well as um, Viking Zombies. Viking Zombies is fantastic. Yes. Yes, I've played it. <laughs> Yes, it is. It is very fantastic, and actually, I think we're going to try to get those guys on the show. Yeah, so, same same with us. They, they 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 sort of looked at us and went, "Oh, we need people to help review it." So, okay, yeah, yeah. <laughs> here's our card. Yeah, they uh, it, they did a really nice job with that game. Uh, we talked to them extensively at PSX, and yeah, it was it was one of the more impressive ones. I think we talked about it even back then. So it, it's definitely yeah. one on our uh, on our radar. Yeah. Oh, that's a, that's a good point. Just looking at the chat just quickly. Uh, Irish Joe, who's just asking us about the Top Gear situation. Yeah. Have you heard about this today? Oh, heard all about it. Actually, yeah. <laughs> one of our listeners uh, has, he do, he writes for other, uh, like he freelance writes and he's been talking to Clarkson. So I've yeah. he's been giving me a lot of uh, updates. Yeah. But yeah, if nobody heard, uh, Top Gear, probably the biggest TV show in the world in terms of viewership and everything else. Uh, Jeremy Clarkson apparently punched a producer after one of two things happened. Either uh, the producer didn't have hot food for them at the hotel after the shoot one day, or uh, there was a big fracas with this producer when they were shooting during the day, whatever. But apparently Jeremy Clarkson punched him, and they've let him go today. So they're not going to renew his contract, which is up in about a month. Uh, Hammond and uh, uh, James May, their contracts are up at the end of the month as well. So they're probably not going to stay with it either. The rumors are that either they're going to do a new version of the show on Netflix. Uh, I know Sky is looking at them, so that's Rupert Murdoch, uh, who owns yeah. Fox. 
there's also a big rumor that he might they might try to bring things over to the U.S., which is a weird thing. Because quite frankly, we have cool cars right, over here, <laughs> but it's just not the same. And, and I really hope they don't bring it to the States. It, it needs to stay quintessentially British, doesn't it? To just have that feel of just anarchic, just three old old guys just moaning and well, just doing shit well, with cars. The other thing is they talk a lot about things in Europe that I don't think they could really speak to over here, like just things yeah. that happen. But also a lot of the cars they talk about, a lot of the exotic cars and everything else are – decidedly european you know and and they do stuff on on american like they just did a thing on american pickup trucks the other day and or like a couple weeks ago and they also do a lot of japanese cars they talk about the you know the nissans especially but just the cars available in north america i think just aren't really going to lend themselves and, and i think that's why the u.s top gear doesn't really do anything in studio anymore it's all challenges and and quite frankly i think it it lacks a lot of the charm that that Top Gear was because they don't do the stuff in studio anymore. They don't do the, you know, the, the star and reasonably play price car anymore. They did that in the first season. Uh, they don't do news. They don't do anything else because I just don't think there's enough car culture for like new cars coming out and everything else in the United States that it warrants it. And I don't know. I like the guys that are on the show. It's just, it's not, it's not the three guys from the original show. And there's a chemistry. You don't have to stick then. Yeah, we had a stig over here for a while, and, and that happened the first year, and then they completely revamped the show in the second season, and it's literally challenges every week. It's it's them traveling off somewhere to do a challenge. Nah, yeah, and it's just, it's not the same. It's it's It, it gets old after a while. See, because the, the original story that we have over here, on especially on the BBC's website, is that well, Jeremy Clarkson, what the part you said about the no hot food in the hotel when he got back from filming, that's the story that BBC are giving. Right, But what the BBC are also saying is that it wasn't the producer that made the complaint against Clarkson. It was Clarkson himself who went to the BBC and went, yeah, I actually punched him. Right. And he tried to, so he he, tried to avoid having the inv- investigation by him going to them and saying something. And, yeah. but the produ- I don't think it was the producer that really reported it, but it was somebody, it was somebody also besides Clarkson. Um, I, personally, I, mean, I was thinking about this today, and I know we're getting off topic quite a bit with Top Gear, but I do love Top Gear. I, I absolutely adore the show, and, and it's it's a show that even if you, you're not a car guy or a car girl, um, you can enjoy it because of the chemistry of, of the hosts and just the shenanigans they pull off. But honestly, a little part of me thinks that he did this on purpose. Yeah. Because he's been yeah. so tired of how the BBC are treating things. He's been outspoken about how they censor him and censor everything. And um, I really kind of think that he's going out on a, on a high note like this to be in the in the news, and you know that people are coming after him, and he doesn't need to do the show anymore, and neither yeah. do the other guys. I mean, May does his own stuff, and so does Hammond, and I, I I'm going to miss the show dearly. I mean, I, I just love the show. I, I go back all the time on Netflix, and and Hulu has all the all the seasons too, and I just watch the old seasons all the time, and and. It's a shame. It's it's a real shame, and it's funny. The BBC is losing their biggest franchise. I mean, it, yeah, it's because um, I think Clarkson um, partly has shares in the Top Gear. No, he uh, uh, he sold back his rights to the show two years ago. All oh, right, okay, that's fair enough. Yeah, uh, but, yeah it's, it's, I think you're right with the, with the whole he did, he's done it on purpose because he was on his last warning with the BBC. Yeah, because of the whole um, nursery rhyme he said under his breath using oh, the N word, which is like. Come on now, his age. Let, let's be let's be perfectly yeah. honest. Here, right, his age when he was born, 
anything like that was was deemed at the time as fine. Right, but because in this internet age and this PC age, you can't do anything yeah. anyway. That's never an excuse anymore. No, yeah, exactly. Be it valid yeah. or not. You know, it's like, while well, well, it's not an excuse, it's how he was brought up. Right. And it's, it's so while he's trying to change with it, it will still slip out because it's in his nature right. to sort of accidentally say stuff like that, you know. Right. But so I think with stuff like that, and then obviously there was they, they made that hoo ha about the um the Christmas special where they, they they made the remark about a guy standing on a bridge. That's the one that the got him in a big into big trouble, yeah. And then the whole thing yeah, with like, uh, going down, <laughs> yeah. It, it, but the thing is, they, that show has always thrived on just walking that line and and with controversy too. I mean, they they do things that make people uncomfortable at times to be funny and. I know. I you know it's 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 weird. And the funny thing is, like Roger Cannon saying, BBC will revamp the show again. They'll get, they're going to try. It'll never. It, it won't yeah. succeed without those three guys. It, it's so entrenched with those three guys that um, it's just. I don't care how good your production values are, and and that's one thing that I always love about Top Gear is man, the video packages they put together are just gorgeous. And I wish I could end, uh, intern with them for like a year just to learn some of that stuff because it's 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 outstanding how how they do that show. But, yeah, it's 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 going to be sadly missed if they decide to pull it completely, which uh, they're not showing the other two episodes, which is stupid. That that is dumb that they're not going to air <laughs> like, those two episodes. Just get over so, yourself. So what? He punches someone. So you know, you know, there are worse people in the world who yeah. have done stuff that they're still shown about. So yeah, you know, it's it's childish, it's, really. Yeah. So but, uh, yeah, I'm going to miss Top Gear a lot, and and. Uh, I'll just go back and watch the old episodes. I wish they would show the last two episodes of the season, though. It's it's stupid to do what they're doing because I just got to, I actually caught up. Uh, Vitaly has been putting up uh, the the latest series for me, so I can download it and watch it. And uh, I got to see you know episode seven last night, and that was it. I'm like, oh, because yeah. they were talking about how they're going to do this this big uh, this big showdown in a couple of weeks. I'm like, oh, come on! <laughs> so <laughs> there's there's a, a footballer or former footballer who's a, a yeah. TV now called Gary Lineker who's yeah. supposed to be on The Reason We Fly's Cars and every time he's been on there or wanted to be on there something has happened yeah, and I saw his tweet. show it that poor guy <laughs> like, poor <bear>. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway mate I'm going to disappear alright get to bed listen to the rest of the show alright thanks for calling in bud no worries mate not a problem alright you take it get easy get well soon Josh <laughs> yes get well soon Josh so I don't have to do all this to myself anymore <laughs> <laughs> All right, cheers. See you later. All right. Well, let's take one more call, then I'm going to take a break, I think. Um, boy, look at that. AB Dave showed up. I'm sorry, Destiny Dave showed up. Chillionaire's here. Come on, Chillionaire, call in and bitch about 2K. I know you want to. Do it. I think Skype wasn't letting you call in before because my tablet had, uh, had crashed. So everything's good now. I'm looking at it right now. Oh. Uh-oh. Welcome to PS Nation, your RPG headquarters. What can I do for you? Hey, how's it going? Good. Who is this? It's Andy. It's Andy. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. <laughs> Did you get uh, Bloodborne done yet? Uh, <laughs> so how far are you in that game, do you think? Um. Well, I beat that boss that I was streaming the other day. That was awesome. I wish you would have kept playing. <laughs> I had to take a break. It was kind of yeah, yeah. Nerves rattled, and 
I, it's funny because Dave was giving me trying to give me some crap the other night. He's like, I could just see Glenn watching people play. That. Yeah, I'll watch anybody play that game because I know I can't play it at all, but it's fascinating to me. Yeah, I was thinking I might try to stream again, maybe over the weekend or something if I, nice. if I get the time. You guys just have you can't stream from midnight Tuesday morning and all Tuesday I have for MLB. Oh, okay. All right. So just so you all know, I'll email everybody. <laughs> Good to know. <laughs> We're going to be the sports network that day. Sports, sports, sports all the sports, time. Sports, sports, sports. So hey, it's uh, like it's spring training here, so uh yeah, Everyone no, I, I know you. has been in town for spring training. I really hate you. <laughs> hey, you gotta come out. I just bought a house. You, you know, what? crash at my place, go to spring training games. How close are you to what is it, Maryville? I think. Uh, Where's the Brewers spring I'm training at? Familiar with that? Because I saw you had a workout in the like last week, and you got to go to a spring training game. Yeah, they paid for us to go to the um, Cubs and the Royals. Ooh, that would have been a good game. I don't know. We actually we stayed in the parking lot the whole time drinking, and uh, so you really did get in that baseball experience. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> nice. Yeah, Maryville Baseball Park. Uh, where the heck is it? Oh, here we go. Oh, it's in Phoenix. Thirty six hundred North Fifty First Avenue, Phoenix, Arizona. You don't live in Phoenix, though, do you? Uh, I live near Phoenix, like one of the suburbs. Oh, okay. Maybe That's not long. too far. It looks like it's like maybe half an hour, 45 minutes or something. Maybe we'll have to talk next year. <laughs> Got my brewer's hat on, yeah, right there. So what else are you playing besides Bloodborne? Are you just, are you just focused on that right now? Uh, I'm mostly focused on that. I'm still writing the review for uh, Atelier uh, Shali. Get that so. shit done. I know, huh? <laughs> All these, like, I think that one took me like 45 hours to beat or something. Oh, my God. No problem, right? That's just overnight. Well, we just got our code for Tweak It in Kiwami, by the way, so you and Jason can fight over that. Ooh, okay. <laughs> yeah. Oh, and also, when Ray gets done with his the movie he's editing, he he's like, "Don't, don't let, uh, don't let all the RPGs go because I want to do one too." So Ray will be back in the mix soon with those. All right, that's good. That'll help us out because kind of swamped. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, well, wait, oh, sorry, I was just looking at an email from Keith, so you know I had a hard time reading it. <laughs> of course, yeah. <laughs> Why did I let myself get distracted like that? Um, so, Bloodborne. What do you? I mean, what are you thinking so far? Are you you liking yeah, it? Yeah, I'm really enjoying it. It's it's great. Um, uh, it, it's it's interesting because it's it's a lot faster and more offensive than the the previous games in the series. Right. So. I kind of like that. It's it kind of rewards you for not sitting back and in the previous games, like you know, you'd put up your shield, you sit there, you wait for the boss to attack and then attack back. Whereas in this one, it's like you get hit, you're you're encouraged to to go on the offensive. Then okay, and uh, I mean I the visuals like are much nicer even on the stream. Oh yeah, right? definitely, definitely. Uh, it, I mean, like, so it is faster action. What do you like? What is the story good enough? Is is it enough there? Uh, it, hard to tell. Um, I was talking on the forums about this too, but the, the story in these games are kind of weird cause they don't really like tell you everything. Right. Most of the story is told through like item descriptions and whatnot. So you got to open up your inventory, read through items, um, talk to NPCs, all that kind of stuff. So I'm still kind of piecing together a lot of, a lot of what's going on. And I don't know if I'm far enough to actually 
piece everything together. But uh, it's yeah. right now it's it's mainly just you're a dude. You got to go kill stuff. Have at it. <laughs> Sometimes that's all you need, right? Yeah, exactly. Um, cool. I mean, well, so do you kind of know how far, like, how much more you have to play, or? Uh, I'm not entirely sure. Hmm. Um, I think I've played for maybe like 12 hours so far. Oh, jeez. Okay. Some people online were saying that it takes maybe 40 or 50 hours to beat. Um, so we'll see how. How far I get before I feel comfortable writing a, a review for it. But. That's even what Sony was telling us, that it'd be about 40 hours, roughly. Yeah. Yeah. And I guess it also depends on how much you get stuck up on bosses. God, Andy, <laughs> quit your job already. Yeah, I know, huh? When are you going to pay me for it? <laughs> when I get to pay myself. <laughs> it's funny, I did I did our, all our financial stuff today, and from what we made from our advertising and everything to what we spent uh, was $300 in between them. <laughs> All the travel, all the server costs, everything else. We need more. We need more money, guys. Come on, we got to send people to E3. Yeah, we got. Uh, if we ever get our emails back, <laughs> that's true. Yeah. yeah, stupid E3. Every year, it's something. It's some drama with E3. Every year. I'm sure. Yeah. yeah. And uh, well, the the Bandai thing would have been nice because they would have paid for that one. Yeah. Well, we were but, just too late on that one. It sounds like they got so many yeah. responses that. And then they were like, but we would really like you to post about it still. Like, post about what? (laughs) Whatever the announcements they make, I guess. Oh, yeah. I'm sure they're going to send us a bunch of stuff. Yeah, we'll get press releases all day. Yeah. Yeah. And the problem is I won't be able to afford them because I'll be at MGC. Oh, yeah, that's right. Well, we'll see. That's actually the first two days of MGC, so my phone will still work. (laughs) You get to those big uh, conventions and all the bandwidth gets taken up. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That's why I was so pissed off. Well, one of the reasons I was so pissed off about the new Samsung Galaxy S6 because I use replaceable batteries when I go to E3 because either you turn it on uh, uh, airplane mode because you can't get bandwidth there and your phone's just constantly trying to get a signal and it eats, eats through the battery. Oh, or yeah, you yeah. put it on airplane mode and then you can't do anything all day. So kind of sucks. Yeah. Anyway. Well, uh, like I said, you and... Jason can fight over that tweak it in game. All right. <laughs> <laughs> I know we're all getting backed up. And like I said, luckily I think April is going to be very easy going and I think we can all catch up, but yeah, I was looking at some of the releases. It looks like a little bit slower. I think there's yeah. like one NIS game that's coming out. So they'll probably send us that. Yeah. I can't believe I how we've been getting our asses kicked the last, like probably six weeks, especially. So. I'm surprised how much Keith wants that, uh, Omega quintet game. I don't know if he was being sarcastic and he doesn't realize that sarcasm doesn't work on the internet or if he really does want that game. Maybe. I don't know. He, he responded to that one email today, too. Yeah. I saw that. <laughs> I don't know. We'll have to see. I know that uh, Josh is going to be mad at me because I haven't given him all the info that I'm supposed to give him for Battlefield yet. <sighs> I'm going to get yelled yeah, at. Was, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> mm. <laughs> All right, well, I'm going to let you go, and I'm going to try to get Hanukkah on here because I know he wants to call, and I think he's got okay. something going on soon. Yeah, sounds good. So uh, probably yeah. go watch Powers now while I eat dinner. Oh, the new episode's so good. Yeah, I'm looking forward to it. Yeah, it's it's probably the best one so far. It's really good. Nice, so. nice. All right, man, well, thanks for uh, for doing what you're doing, and thanks for putting yourself through the, the hell of Bloodborne. 
I'm enjoying it, so all the while. not really a hell. I'm serious. You need even to stream if, it as much as you can. The, I want to yeah, watch even it. Even if I want to throw the contro- controller occasionally. <laughs> well, everybody, they, they wouldn't be doing their jobs, right, with that game if you didn't want to throw a controller every now and then. Of course, of course. Yeah. So, yeah, uh, seriously, stream that as much as you can. I, I will watch every minute of it. All right, will do. All right, man. You take it easy. Bye. Bye. All right, Honaker. Leaving it open for you, and then I'm going to do, do my break. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. Come on, buddy. There we go. PS Nation, our, your RPG superstore. What can I do for you? It's a new RPG cast. <laughs> it's Jason Honaker, everybody. Yay! Hey, how's it going? Good, bud. How's it going with you? Not bad. Trying to get all my stupid work done and so I can finish my review for at um, Ultimate, what is it called? Awakened Fate Ultimatum. Ah, yes. That's right. What another, else are you working on another. besides that one? I'm all caught up after that, so I guess I'll have to steal that whatever you were talking about just oh, now. <laughs> tweak it in Kiwami? Yeah, I've never heard of it, but... Uh, I played... I, I think there was a Tweak it in on the Vita, and I think I played it. It was, it was pretty cool. Mm. Yeah, I, I was. Uh, I'm on Twitter here looking in, at Exceed Games. They are saying prepare to to get naked this Easter. Easter. Uh, I, I was so, gonna say Easter. Ew. No, Y S T E R. So like a new yeast game. Oh, that's exciting. Because they did announce it, didn't they? In like a couple E3s back. But did they did they announce US or did they? Yeah, they did. No, they just announced. Oh, well, yeah, I think they did announce U- U.S., but they did announce like a new East game for PS4. I thought. Yeah, yeah. Okay, they did. I, I saw that. I just didn't know if they announced a U.S. version or not. But everyone kind of assumed it because XE does really well with those. They have, they have this. I can't remember his name. I've met him a few times, but they have this East super fan working there that does all the conversions and actually. Like make sure that the writing makes sense and that sort of thing when they convert it over to or translate it over to uh, English, and mm-hmm. it's kind of a given if they can get um, Falcom to agree to let them bring it over to the U.S., it's going to happen with any East game. I want that East Origin on PlayStation. East Origin. It's the one on PC that went on Steam, and I don't think they ever brought it over to anything else. Yeah, I thought I thought Mark said there was something wrong with it that it wasn't very good. Oh, well, screw it then. I'm not sure, though. I might be... There's so many East games I have to try to, you know, keep track of, and that was Mark's job, so... I still got the last one. I, I got halfway through it, and I just kind of quit. I don't. I think something came up, and I started trying to play it again, I think I'm going to have to start it over, because I don't remember anything about oh, it. I hate that. <laughs> that happened to me with Final Fantasy VII. My buddy borrowed it, and by the time I got it back, I'm like, I have no I idea what's going I on. I lost you. Oh, did you? Uh-oh, Honaker lost me. I can hear him. Hello? Is it Skyping Skype again? All right, hang up. I'll call you back, Honaker. Whoop. Can you hear me now? Yeah, somehow you just, like, I was in the middle of a sentence. I just cut me off. 
Yeah, Skype on Android Lollipop has been kind of crappy. I'm surprised it's lasted this long. So what was the last thing I said? I don't. I was talking about yeast. Uh, well, you talked about yeast, and then the PC version. I said Mark said it wasn't very good, but I couldn't remember exactly. And then I don't remember where we were after that. I'm old. I don't have a memory. I was trying to get caught up on that. I I started that one on the Vita, and I kind of got halfway through, and I kind of quit, and I tried to go back to it, and I don't remember anything about it. Do you so remember which one though? Because there were three on the Vita. The, oh no, wait. I'm thinking of PSP. Which one's on the? Yeah, Vita? they're on the. They brought them over to the Vita, but that Salsetta was oh. the one made for the Vita. Yeah, Salsetta is excellent. Yeah, I got that. I got the collector's thing and everything. Nice. And they had, they had like a ton of the music on that. I, I I play it on my car sometimes. Nice. Yeah, Falcom's always got great sound. Well, most of the time, according to Mark yeah. Sanger, there's like a, f- a few good ones. Ah. <laughs> God. <laughs> Well, I mean, I'll email you guys about that tweak in game, and you guys can figure it out. I maybe it's something you won't like, so I don't want to force anything on you. And like I I'll said, Ray Ray really wants to make sure that he gets a couple of RPGs once he uh, gets done with what he's doing for his job. So, yeah, you know, there's plenty to go around, probably. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you know, like Andy and I were saying, it, it looks like there's only going to be really one release in April, so I think things are going to slow down enough for people to start focusing a little bit more on stuff and not have this insane backlog. I want to go... I'm, I'm kind of paralyzed right now because I have so many games that I want to play and I can't figure out which one to start next. <laughs> I know. That's the same way I am. And I've been doing all the, all the hardware review stuff lately too, so I've been kind of hamstrung by that and trying to get back to the games and get those done. So I got I got a Hori, uh, that, that one that just came out, the Hori Real Arcade Pro 4. The cop, whatever the new one. Yeah, uh, that's that. That's got the PS3 slash PS4 compatibility, right? Right, and it's got like a little touch pad on the back of it. Right. And yeah, I've seen that one. How is it? It's pretty good. Um, I tried playing because I have like a backlog of fighting games I haven't even started, and mm. I tried to play the the Persona one, and God, I suck at that game. I do too. Um, I I mean. I can beat every person so far that I've played, but it's like they get me down to like one bar and it's like, I I can't freaking do anything on that game. The problem with that game. And I'm so glad that Andy took care of that one. um, The fighting styles are so different than what I'm used to. And I just can't learn them. Like I'm still having problems with guilty, guilty gear Xrd, And I love guilty gear Xrd. Um, But yeah, it's man. That persona is just nuts. Yeah, and then I got, I think I won a Street Fighter, some kind of Ultimate Street Fighter or something for that MGC, or um, Extra Life uh, prize, so I was going to fire that up, too. You got Ultra, didn't you? Yeah. It's really good. I mean, it's a lot of game, though. You get, like, I think you're up to 44 characters now, and um, all the rebalancing, I think it's, like, four or six new characters, uh, like, six new stages, I mean, it's it's a massive Street Fighter game, and it, it's great. But man, ever if I ever forget to turn off the network thing for the random battles, oh my god, I just get obliterated every time. Oh, so okay, so you can turn it off, right? Like, yeah, you can so turn don't... that off when when you're trying to play through the campaign. Uh, there's a thing right when you're like when you say you want to go into arcade and you pick your character. There's, there's an option at that point. There's like a bunch of options, and one of them is like challenge challenge mode or something like that and you turn that off and and you you won't get bothered 
Yeah. But I always forget to do that because I'm stupid. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's cool. I forgot you had that. You got something else. That- you want something else too, didn't you? Yeah, I got the puppeteer. I just got oh, that the yeah. other day. Yeah. And uh, so it's just, I have, you know, just a good 20 to 30 games that I could start that I just don't know which one to start. <laughs> it's really sad. Yeah, that's everybody. I've got stuff I've wanted to play for a while. Like I was talking to Roger about the heist and GTA five. I'm, I really want to play those and I just haven't had time. Yeah. And with Josh and the uh, new job, he, he doesn't want to review anything right now. So I've just been picking them up and ugh, it's been crazy. Those games just, I, that one didn't really appeal to me too much. Um, I mean, I do like some multiplayer, like that Freedom Wars. I always wanted to go back to that, but I haven't had time. And then um, I'm probably going to go back to Xenoverse because I oh. got the season pass and I still haven't even finished the main storyline. And I, I downloaded the whatever the next little episode of it. So I don't want to get behind on that. Oh, yeah. Yeah, everybody's been raving about Xenoverse. When I was at the LAN party a few weeks ago, uh, one of the guys had it on his PC and he was playing it quite a bit. They had like a yeah, little grouper on the around the screen. I think the fans like it better than a lot of the reviewers because I saw quite a bit of negativity about it. Um, there was like something about a lot of them were complaining that that the fighting system wasn't very complex. Uh huh. And I was thinking like, how much more complex can you actually? get it if you're flying in the air the whole time i mean you can't really it's not a it's not a 2d fighter you know you're not going to be able to do very much right exactly but it's you know it's the crazy japanese anime style still so you have all that over the top stuff and it's it's definitely a spectacle yeah it feels like i said in my review it feels like you're actually playing the the tv show which is awesome (laughs) i just got done watching them all Nice. So this was just great, you know. I just love the game all around, so I got to get back to that. And it's it's really easy just to get in and out and, you know, team up with random people. I never had anyone, you know, doing anything bad, yeah. you know, saying anything bad or do anything. It was really cool. Um, That's so a I really had a good time with it. I know, yeah. <laughs> I mean, maybe, maybe like in a few months, maybe it'll... <laughs> That's when all the uh, all the d bags will finally get on the game. Now it's all just the the hardcore Dragon Ball fans that you know are also meek and don't really want to get involved with anything. I just love my anime and I want to play it on my PlayStation. <laughs> yeah. Cool. So anyway, I'm like sad that you're not coming to MGC. What the frick, man? Well, I I had two two trips that I wasn't taken, and those kind of fell through. But I think. Even though those fell through, um, I might be going overseas this, mm. this uh, year sometime. So mm. All right. I got to save my money. I know what that means. Yeah, it's. <laughs> I'm I'm trying to make sure we save enough for E3 for everybody to go. Oh no! I, I, that killed me too. I want to. I I've always wanted to go, and it was like, I was like, well, maybe next time if <laughs> I'll throw my hat into the ring. Huh? Yeah, well, I mean, we're all going to quit PS Nation after this year anyway, so this is your last chance. Okay, well, at least got my free house, so. <laughs> <laughs> at 
like I say, I've got so much Sony money rolling in that I have a house that I own that I don't even live in. Unfortunately, it's in a PlayStation Home, and they're, it's going to be gone in a month. Yeah, right? not even. It's going to be gone in six days. Uh, PlayStation Home servers come down on the 31st. Oh, well, anyway, uh, it's nice talking to you. Yeah, so, definitely. Well. Thanks for calling in. Okay, talk to you later. All right, bye. Bye. All right, with that, I'm going to take a break. It'll be very short, but uh, I'm going to take a break really quick, and PS Nation has to go for another 400 episodes. Yeah, pay me, Stoffinator, and we'll do it. Uh, so I'll be right back uh, so I can refill my beverages and stuff. And uh, we'll talk about Battlefield Hardline some more, even though I've pretty much already done the review. Uh, but we'll take some more calls because I'm not putting any emails on tonight because Josh always handles that, and I don't know what all the criteria he uses. Uh, so I'll be right back. I'm back, and we were just talking on the chat about MGC because I'm trying to talk Honaker into coming. Um, so if you're coming to MGC, uh, we got a lot of stuff planned. It's crazy. Uh, be- beginning on Thursday, actually. So I think I'm going to be actually staying at uh, the Singer's house on Wednesday night just to hang out with them for a while before the craziness. Uh, Thursday, we're just going to hang out Thursday during the day, et cetera, et cetera, and then... The last couple of years, we've gone to the New, New Berlin Ale House, which is this uh, really nice place that's on the back of a, a bowling alley, you know, on the other side of the bowling alley. And they have great food, great beer, and everything else. But we haven't been to the Delafield Brew House uh, for a couple of years now because uh, we've done other things. Or actually, one year, because uh, the year before, that's when we took the bus and we did karaoke at that other place. Uh, but last year, now that we're doing the Brewer game on Friday night, we haven't made it out to the Delafield Brew House for dinner. So I think, and we'll leave it up to the crowd that that shows up on Thursday, but I think we're going to go out there on Thursday and have dinner and have some good beers and everything else and just kind of hang out and relax. Uh, Friday night, or Friday morning, we're going to do the traditional breakfast at the Pancake House there. And depending on what time we can get into the movie, we'll figure out when we're going to go to breakfast. And then since we started that tradition last year of going to a, a movie Friday morning, we're going to try to go see Furious 7. So last year it was Captain America the Winter Soldier, which uh, you know truly was an outstanding movie. Uh, Furious 7, I think, is the other end of the spectrum where it's going to be so ridiculous and so crazy that it's going to be bad but in a good way. And it's just it's so much fun to be able to watch it with that crowd. So uh, we're going to do that. And then the bus loads, I believe, at 4 o'clock or 4.30 on Friday out in the parking lot. And that'll take us over to Miller Park uh, where we're going to have sandwiches, sodas, and that sort of thing. If you want to bring some beer, you can. 
And uh, you get over there in plenty of time. So you get over to the ga- to the stadium in plenty of time if you want to go hang out, look around the stadium. Miller Park is just one of the better stadiums in the league, and uh, it- it's a lot of fun to go. They have a great pro shop. There's a TGI Fridays in there if you want to go get a drink or something at the bar. And uh, <clears throat> Dave Hunt is planning on driving up Thursday morning. I think Dave Hunt should leave like late Wednesday night. We can check in at like 1. <laughs> um but Miller Park is great, and we had a great time last year. We were up in the second deck last year in the third base side. This year we have field-level seats, so they're even better. Uh, I think there's a Brewer ticket or two left. I know they're really close to being sold out. I'm not sure. I should check in with Dan on that. Uh, but we got the Brewer game that night, and then the bus takes us back to the hotel. Last time we got back, karaoke was done, so that's good for your ears. Uh, but, you know, we can hang out, have a beer or whatever. I'm hoping maybe it'll be nice enough out that we can have a cigar outside, that sort of thing. And then Saturday begins the madness of MGC. Um, <clears throat> we had some people on Twitter kind of asking for hints or like what to do at MGC. And, and really, it's it's not like going to a con. It's not like a humongous convention center or anything else. It's, it's, it's at a pretty big place. It's at the Sheraton in Brookfield. And they have a whole conference center on there, but there's stuff everywhere. Like there's games out in the hallway. There's a huge arcade in one room. There's another arcade in another room with all the pinball machines. Um, there's actually like a uh, card playing up by the lobby. They have a table set up for, for card games. And then the VG Evo room is downstairs. Uh, so there's a way to get downstairs and then all the VG Evo stuff is in there, including the galloping ghost arcade, which is becoming one of the biggest arcades in the country. They just put their 450th game in, uh, they're out of uh, Illinois down by where trick man Terry lives. And, uh, so we, we usually have a bunch of arcade games down there. We've got all the podcasters down there hanging out. And that's where we're going to have the party Saturday night. It's BYO. So, you know, if you need to run to the liquor store, I have a car. We can run you to back and forth. I'm hopefully going to make sure to grab my cone when I go home this week. So, <laughs> uh, but the vendors are all out in a tent, actually, this humongous tent they put out back. And uh, it was great last year. It was really well laid out. It was very easy to find everything. But... It never gets so packed that you can't like get to anything, like if you go to PAX or something. It, it's never that packed. And all the games there, all the arcade games, all the pinball games, everything is all free to play. There's, I think there was one... Oh, there was a, the Tron pinball table. You had to pay a buck to play. That's right. But everything else was free to play. Uh, and there's some really cool stuff. There's some speakers this year. I haven't looked at what the speakers are yet, but... Um, yeah, it's going to be great. So if, if you you haven't planned on coming to MGC yet, maybe you live close live, you know, to Brookfield. Come out for a day. Just get a day pass and come out for a day and hang out. Uh, like I said, Saturday night is a blast because we it's a it's kind of a private party for VG Evo down there. BYO, if you don't want to drink, you don't have to drink. A lot of people don't drink. I barely drank last year. I think I had like one beer because it was so busy. Uh, but the cool thing is we're going to have a near final build of N++ for the PS4 there. Uh, and I'm going to have it on the game's uh, vanguard. I'm going to have everything in there so you all four people can play on that screen and, and then we'll hook up the other PS4 if anybody wants to play some Towerfall Ascension later on uh, or anything like that. Oh, not taking calls yet. Sorry. Uh, so it's a good time. And Sunday, you kind of wind down a little bit. The vendors are still open. A lot of stuff is still going on on Sunday. Uh, but the show gets done at like 5 o'clock on Sunday so you can kind of wind down a little bit. And yeah. It, it's it, by that time you're ready. <laughs> I'm ready at least because it's it's a long weekend for me, but I just love it. I absolutely adore it. So hopefully everybody can make it. Those ice buckets. I don't remember the ice buckets. 
Oh, yeah, yeah, the Easter buckets for the beer. We, <laughs> that was awesome. I forgot all about that. Yeah, they they went and bought these really cheap Easter buckets and put them in ice or put fill them up with ice and put the beers in there. Uh, but yeah, it, it's it's a great time. And it, the nice thing is, it's a lot more inviting than if you go to like a Comic Con or if you go to a PAX. I always bring up PAX because that's kind of a prevalent one now. It's just a lot easier to go up and, and talk to people, and it's a lot easier to meet people. I think. And as we say every year, if you see me there. Don't be hesitant. Come up and say hi. I mean, we use this for, yeah, hopefully there's no power outages. We use, PS Nation has historically used MGC for our community uh, meetup as well. And that's what we're all about as a community. And, and I say it time and time again, so does Josh. We wouldn't be doing this if it weren't for our community. And that's why we want you guys to show up there. We want to hang out with you. And we want to do stuff with you guys. Um, so, you know, if you're if, if you're making it, that's awesome. I'm so stoked about it. I want to meet you. Please come up and say hi at least. And come to the VG Evo party because it's all it's a great time. So, yeah, everybody's bringing up all these memories that they've forgotten about the whole year. I forgot about the power outage. I don't remember much about that. I think I wasn't even in the building at the time. Hopefully it doesn't rain all weekend like last time because the vendor tent had, like, some holes in it. And all the vendors were freaking out. But, yep, my good friend Carlson will be there to empty out my wallet like usual, which is great because I don't have a job. Thanks a lot, Carlson. Um, but I've got my list already for games I'm looking for and, and what prices I'm expecting to pay, that sort of thing. And hopefully, now that I've bought pretty much every Super Nintendo and Super Famicom baseball game known to man, I won't have to worry about that this year because I would just went off like crazy. Oh, that Chinese moonshine Hanukkah brought. That stuff was nasty. That stuff was crazy nasty. That was almost as bad as the Malort, but we all know that nothing is as bad as Malort. Uh, so, yeah, please, seriously, come to MGC if you can. If you're in the area, just come out for a day. Don't even worry about the hotel room. Honaker, if you have a problem finding a hotel room, you let me know. I'll work something out, and I'll find something for you, man. We'll get you out there if that's the only thing holding you back. But uh, Irish Joe, you just need to find somebody to ride with. You need to find somebody that's in your area that's coming and just ride with them. Yeah. <clears throat> so... All right. Uh, the other thing I want to talk about before I do the review that I just did with, with Hard Team Maker. Uh, so if you go to the forums into the gaming section, a lot of people have been talking about, and I've mentioned it, this M4 converter, um, which unfortunately I'm not saving this video so nobody's going to be able to see it. So I, I won't do too much about visual stuff, but here it is if you want to see it. Uh, it's this little USB adapter that's supposed to let you use your old PS3 steering wheel on the PS4 for games like Drive Club and The Crew, et cetera, et cetera. So as I talked about it, uh, the first time I tried it, it didn't work. And the reason being is that the instructions obviously were a little a little light. And they, 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 the videos they showed and everything else showed you plugging a PlayStation 4 controller into it because you have to have, on the bottom is where the steering wheel plugs in and on the side over here is where a PS4 controller plugs in. So I just plug my DualShock 4 in with the USB. And, um, uh, Mike, I'm taking calls in a little bit. I already took some before, but we'll do some later. Uh, so it uses the, the DualShock 4 or whatever to, to do some of the functions. Well, the problem was it didn't work. And I was like, oh, crap, this thing is just a total con. Well, then they actually responded on the forums. I was impressed. And they basically said that you have to have a wired PS4 controller plugging a, a DualShock 4 via USB and doesn't work. Well, the problem is, sorry, I'm just looking down at everything here. 
The problem is, as far as I could see, nobody sells a wired PS4 controller in the United States. So I went to our friends at Play Asia. We have a link for them, by the way, on the affiliate link section, which I used. And Hori makes a wired controller right there called the FPS or something like that, or the Hori FPS. And the weird thing is it has six triggers instead of four, which I just noticed now. I don't know what that's for. Hmm. Anyway, and then as you can see, there's no touchpad. So right away it doesn't do very much, but uh, it does have a share button, has an options button. You can also program in some macros, that sort of thing. Very long cable with it. I'm pretty impressed. Uh, and everything feels good. The D-pad feels great. Uh, the sticks, they're offset like an Xbox controller. So if you're one of those people, I feel fat, sorry for you, I guess. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, but the buttons feel great and everything else. Uh, so I had to get this <clears throat> to get it. Maybe that's what it is, turbo buttons. It says FR and FFL. I don't know. Anyway, I should look at the book, but I bet you it's in Chinese or something. Um, so you have to plug this into the M- M4. Well, the problem is you start looking at cost then, and I said this in the video I posted. Uh, so the M4 you have to buy right from the manufacturer, and it's 50 bucks, but then it's another 25 bucks to ship it from China. This controller usually goes for 50 bucks, and again, from PlayAsia, the shipping was like 20 bucks. I got this on sale, actually, so I'm, I got about $10 off of it. So... If you look at everything at the prices they're supposed to be, you're spending 150 bucks on this now, on this little adapter and the controller. You can get a T80 Thrustmaster uh, T80 steering wheel for 80 bucks to 100 bucks. It doesn't have full force feedback, but as you see if you watch the video, you don't get full force feedback with this anyway. So I hooked up the uh, the GT uh, my my Logitech uh, Force GT or GT Force, one of the two. Uh, hooked it all up, got it running, and it does work. Uh, all the buttons work, everything's working, got in and played Drive Club, and uh, <laughs> agreed, Lard Team Maker, I'm a male, I don't look at instructions. Uh, real, man lo- real men look at the instructions, real stupid men. Uh, Ustream being a censored now, loading every two seconds. Oh, great. Oh, Ustream, I hate you so much. Uh, <clears throat> so anyway, so... I get everything plugged in, get into Drive Club, and if you go to the forums or you go to our YouTube channel, you'll see that I put a video up. I put the camera behind myself so you could see not only the wheel being used but also the wheel on screen to see. Because I always thought that there was kind of an input lag on the stuff they showed. And they've never really shown too much, and I've never seen anybody definitively test this thing. Like every time I've seen somebody post about it on any forums, it was always the same guy or girl. And as Dave is mentioning right now, I would turn the wheel and you could see a noticeable input lag. But not only that, it has a humongous dead zone. <clears throat> like way too much for... It, it's almost like driving an old Chevy Nova from 1978 uh, where the steering is all completely gone out and you have this a lot of play between right and left. And that's what it felt like. Uh, the problem was you just can't drive like that. You just can't pull it off. Although in the first race I came in third out of eight. But... Uh, it's, it just doesn't feel right. It doesn't feel right at all, really. Uh, the other thing is, you know, it was funny because they've always told everybody, the M4 people have always told everybody, you get full force feedback. You don't, not at least not with this. So what was happening was it would just like randomly kick in every now and then and it would rattle every now and then. And I thought maybe it was when I was hitting bumps on the road, but it's not even, it's not even happening all the time there either. So I think it's, I think what's happening is this M4 converter is actually emulating 
the wired controller that you have plugged in, and it's mapping everything through the controller for the wheel. So the, essentially, the wheel is just emulating uh, the the, uh, the analog stick, and all you're getting is roughly rumble it's at a certain extent but not even then it's not consistent so right now and i've played some more some more races after that video and i've kind of put it through its paces the other thing with this thing is you're supposed to be able to plug this into the xbox one and use ps3 wheels as well so i'm gonna grab my xbox one this weekend and i'll give that a try on monday and you know we'll see how it goes but honestly Right now, I'm saying don't buy this thing. It's not worth it. <clears throat> I know you guys with the G25 and the G27 especially uh, and the Panatex, you want to use them, obviously. But it's not worth it. It, 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 it controls better with, the, with the, just the DualShock 4. It really does. So don't get taken right now because, like I said, you have to buy a controller with this as well. Nobody in the U.S. sells wired controllers, and it's doubling your cost. And... and you can buy a T80 for it's it's not the greatest wheel in the world. I mean, it uses the bungee cord for for the resistance, but it works and it works in the PS3 as well. I mean, that's the thing. If you get even a Thrustmaster 300 uh, T300 VG that I'm using right now, yeah, it's a $400 wheel, but it works on PS3 and it works on PS4, and it's way better than the Logitech wheel that I have. So <clears throat> that's just me. I know it's a lot of money. I mean, that wheel costs as much as a PS4. Uh. So I don't know. It's really tough to to give anybody any type of suggestions right now because the Panatex are way expensive. Those things are for like the full racing rigs. Like you can buy a, a custom made handbrake and all these parts for it, and I mean you can get up to like three three grand on a Panatex. So, and luckily, at least Project Cars is putting their own drivers in for a lot of things. But I don't think they can get the Logitechs working because Logitech doesn't make wheels anymore, and they won't give their drivers to anybody. Irish Joe, it's not Sony. Logitech hasn't given them the drivers that they need. So, yeah. Anyway, so that's that's what the M4. Uh, go out and look at the video. I'm going to do some more with it. Uh, you know, I, I've got that thread going in the, in the forums. I'm posting everything there. I'm kind of just treating it like a little diary of a, or a journal of what's going on with it. Uh, but, you know, that's why we got this. We're taking one for the team so that you guys don't waste your money. And, I mean, from what I've seen so far, this thing is just not worth it. It, it really isn't. It's, it's not worth getting. It, it's not good enough. So, <clears throat> anyway, uh, Battlefield Hardline. So, you've heard me talk about it quite a bit, so I won't get too much more into it. But, uh, like I said, the campaign, I'm just not really... I was not that pleased with it. it, it the, the story... I mean, a lot of people are like, oh, the story was great because it's like an old-fashioned... Or it's like an old-80s cop show or something. Sure, I guess, but... Uh, the story was really broken up. I mean, things just happen all of a sudden, and you're like, "Wait, wh- what? What happened there? Where's that guy go?" And you just you don't know what's going uh, going on half the time, or it's it's just so jumpy. Uh, the acting's good. Uh, the older brother from uh, Infamous Second Sons in it. Kelly Who's in it. She's always great. Uh, the guy that played uh, Aceveda on The Shield is in it. He's he's really good. So it's not the acting; it's the writing, and the writing is pretty crappy. So. <clears throat> Campaign-wise, again, it shouldn't have the Battlefield name on it. It really shouldn't. Uh, it, it's it's a payday game more than anything else. Multiplayer, you know, they, they have all the old standards. They've added a couple of new uh, modes that we talked about when I was talking to William. Uh, I'm still working on it, but it, it's not grabbing me at all. And I, I still attest, and I will attest to the, probably the day that it gets uh, replaced, but... 
it shouldn't have the name Battlefield on it. It should be a new franchise with a new name. Um, but obviously some marketing guy said, hey, it's using Frostbite. Maybe if we just put the Battlefield name on it, it'll sell really well. Oh, my God, it's Puma Oblivion. There's a name I haven't seen for a while. Uh, so I'm giving Battlefield Hardline a 6.5. And unless they do something major, it's never going to go up at all. It's just not going to happen. So that's kind of where I'm sitting at with it. That's the easiest review I've ever done. I should do that from now on. Do half of it before the break and then just go after that to uh, something else. Uh, let me see if I have anything else on the agenda or else we can just start taking calls again. And I've talked about the MLB 15 review. Uh, like I said, I'm just going to start streaming it as soon as we get it uh, Tuesday morning. And we're going to st- try to stream it for as long as possible. We're going to go in shifts. Uh, it'll be obviously a lot of road to the show. Uh, but we'll try to hit some other stuff as well. Like maybe do a franchise at, at a certain point in the day. That sort of thing. And I didn't do emails because I figured we'll take some calls. So let's make sure the tab- tablet's still working. And it is. So why don't you guys call in? You can either call uh, via Skype to WDT-Torgo, or you can call the uh, the actual phone number for it, which is 715-502-4722. I would flash that on the screen because Ustream used to allow us to do that, but guess what? Ustream took everything away from free accounts, and uh, you have to pay a lot of money to be able to do that. So, yeah. So give, us, give me a call. Let's talk. <laughs> Welcome to Coffee Talk. Here I'll, even put, here, I'll do that. I'll put that in the chat. How about that? Anyone? Anyone? Want to call? Someone tried before, but I hung up on him. Anyone? Oh, here we go. All right. Welcome to Coffee Talk. What the fuck about? <laughs> hey, what's up? Not much. Who is this? Who am I talking to? Uh... This is Colton. Colton? Yeah, Colton. Okay. Do we know you from the yeah. from the uh, forums or anything? Um, no, actually. I've been listening for a while, but I just recently uh, recently got onto the forums and started looking at all that stuff, and it's actually pretty cool. It's clean. I like it. Well, thank you very much. Yeah, we really like it, too. Hopefully, we can keep it growing. Yeah, yeah. Well, I'm plus one. Nice. So uh, what are you what are you uh, playing hey, lately? What are you what are you into? Uh, before we do that, I have a question for you that I'd like okay. you to ask. All right, I'm that question guy. Yeah, I was I was wondering what your rap on Fallout was because you made a comment that uh, seemed like you didn't like it. I was wondering what your opinion was professionally. Uh, well, professionally, that's that's a that's stretching it. Uh, I'm I actually have no opinion about Fallout at all. I I'm not an RPG guy really, and. Okay. I've never gotten into the series. I played the originals back in the day a little bit, but I've, I've I think they're cool. I love watching people play them. Uh, mm-hmm. I've I've watched for hours on streams and everything, but it's just not something I would play. But it's nothing. It's no knock on the game at all. It's just not my style. Hello? Just like Bloodborne, I'll never play it. Did we uh, Did we go out there? Oh, you can't hear me. Did Did Skype screw up again? I'll call you back. All right, hang on a second. I'll call you back. Hey, uh, you still there, Glenn? Yeah, I'm here. Can you hear me? Yeah, okay. Uh, we'll call him back. Hang on. I'll call him back. God, Skype sucks on Lollipop. Your call has been forwarded. Oh, no, I got forwarded. System two. 
<laughs> well, he'll call back eventually. Yeah, oh, more ads. All right, yeah. Well, anyway. Uh, yeah, it sucks. Skype on Lollipop every now and then just likes to drop a call. It's terrible. I'm sorry. Call back if you can, please. Or maybe he was just mad that I don't like Fallout and he just decided to act like he couldn't hear me. Uh, <laughs> talk firmware. Uh, we, I can talk firmware in a bit, yeah. Definitely. This is a big firmware coming out. Uh, tomorrow, actually. By the time this podcast is out, it should be out, I hope. Somebody else can call in if they want. I know, uh... Oh, here we go. Here he's back. Hello? Hey, you hung up on me. No, well, I did because uh, Skype on Android every now and then on, on Lollipop Android just screws up. Um, I'm kidding. Anyway. Anyway. Continue, please. All right, so what were we talking about? We were done with Fallout. You had another question, though, didn't yeah, you? Yeah, done with Fallout. And my second question was, what is your favorite game of all time, like, ever, across all platforms and years? God. Um... Battlefield series, uh, I think out of, ba- okay. out of the Battlefield series, I would probably say either 42 or Battlefield 2. Uh, oh, God. Star Fox is up there, too, and Blazing Lasers is up there. Star Fox, yeah, they're coming out with a, uh, a new one here pretty quick, aren't they? Yeah, they're doing one for the Wii U. I've, they, I've never liked any Star Foxes as much as the first one. Um, I played a lot of Assault, and I... I I enjoyed that one. I didn't. I wasn't. I mean, I'm kind of a poser fan because I didn't play the original. But yeah, I've heard it was good. Yeah, the original. I I I got to see at CES when they were just showing the Japanese version, uh, and I I got snuck in early, so I got to see it before the crowd was there, and I fell in love with that game, and it re- just right away I fell in love. And I remember ordering uh-huh. it from Die Hard Gamer. I I bought it for like I don't even know like eighty bucks or something, and I still have that cartridge and the box. Uh, and That's then, cool. Yeah. Really cool. Oh, I love that game so much. I, and and I mean, everybody's like, "Oh, it's so slow and chuggy." I don't care. I just love what the game's all about and and how it plays. I I just adore it. <laughs> That's awesome. I might actually have to go back and play it just just so I can have that uh, whatever. Well, but it, it's kind of tough nowadays. I mean, you're you're so used to really smooth frame rates and everything else that it might be tough to go That's back. True. But, um, well, yeah. Well, you know, you just it gets to a point where you just don't know anymore. That like it just. You're playing it, and you're playing it, and you're like, oh, this sucks now, because I've been playing at 60 frames per second. Like I played The Last of Us or something. Yeah, something exactly. Like yeah. <laughs> but, uh, I mean, I've been a diehard Battlefield... I, I can't even tell you how much time I put into the Battlefield series. Uh, um, I've played a lot of Bad Company, too. Uh, I loved that game. I was That was my first really intense online game where I was like in a clan and everything. Yeah, I mean the problem with Battle- Bad Company Two is I don't think it aged very well. We went back and played it a few months ago, and it we we really didn't enjoy ourselves very much. Oh yeah, no, definitely. It was definitely like a like probably what maybe within like a year or so lifespan, and then after that there was nobody online, and it was just annoying trying to get a game going. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's funny you can always tell if people have been playing the Battlefield series only on a console or not because they're usually the ones that say Bad, Bad Company Two is their favorite. If you're a PC yeah, guy, <laughs> yeah. If you're a PC guy, you usually like 42 the best, or probably like BF2 because Vietnam. A lot of people people didn't like for a long time because it was a, a technical mess for a long time. And 2142 yeah. had some cool modes, but 2142 had a ton of technical issues as well. So huh. yeah, so I mean BF2 
for me, was such a great thing because they added so many features like the squad system and the, and the commander uh, mode. But also, like, that was where I, I just finally said, all right, I'm going to learn how to fly. And I started working on flying a helicopter, <laughs> and I got really good at flying a helicopter, and I had this really good gunner. And we could go through an entire 30-minute match and not get killed once. That's awesome. Yeah. <laughs> but That's really cool. Uh, you know, but they've essentially killed Battlefield 2 now because everything yeah. relied on GameSpy, and they've taken down the, the servers for GameSpy, uh, your online account won't work anymore, so you have to create a new account that's only local for LAN play. So you can't play BF2 online really anymore. So it's just like one big headache, basically. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it yeah, sucks. But we played some 42 at the LAN party, and man, it was, it, it's, it's rough now. I mean, how stiff it is and everything else, but it's still such a great game. Yeah, I heard you uh, talking about it on last week's podcast. The, uh... Oh! oh hold on. The, uh... The land party, that's kind, of, that's kind of interesting. We used to do them a lot more, but now we're all getting older. <laughs> <laughs> older and lazier. Everybody's getting, well, no, everybody's got kids now, and everybody's got their careers and everything I else. And, yeah, it just, yeah, everyone's busy. That makes sense. That's what was so great about this one. We do we do it out at this uh, gun club in, in La Crosse, Wisconsin, and it's up in the, in the hills. And your mm-hmm. cell phone doesn't work. We actually had internet there this time, which we usually never had internet, but it was spotty at best. Uh, but a lot of the old timers actually showed up for this land party more than uh, like a lot of the other. We used, we we also do it at a hotel in Lacrosse, but like we take over their little uh, conference room in there for the whole weekend. Now, do you like do you like know these people? Like, are these people that you used to game with, or is it just random people that show up? No, it's it's our clan. It's a Wisconsin Death Trip clan, and we used to play oh, nice. competitively. Uh, they were around before I got involved. They were around for like Tribes Two and Counter Strike, that sort of thing, but. Uh, we used to play Battlefield 1942, Battlefield Vietnam, and Battlefield 2 uh, competitively in things called Cal and also TWL, which was a ladder uh, league. Um, but yeah, it's a lot of guys that I've known for years just from this. I mean, I've gotten some lifelong friends from this clan. So it's, yeah, it's pretty cool. It's all mainly Wisconsin guys. There's some guys in Michigan and some guys all over the place, but uh, most of them are based right in Wisconsin. So Yeah, that's really cool. Yeah, it's awesome. I love it. So what are you playing now? What do you, what are you what are you working on? Um. Well, I uh, whenever Destiny first came out, I got it and I played it for a little while, and I was like, oh, this isn't really for me. And then uh, I gave it a break for a long time. Played some uh, Last of Us Remastered, Shadow of Mordor, Grand Theft Auto, and then uh, recently uh, a friend of mine got it, and I told him that I start playing him with it or play playing it again with him, and. Uh, his name's John. I'm going to go ahead and give him a little shout-out. And uh, he uh, uh, started playing it, and so he got me back into it, and now that's just that's just what I've been doing. I've been playing a little bit of Xenoverse uh, here and there. I like it. Okay. Fun. Nice. You don't... You, every time you talk about Destiny, I always laugh because you always talk about how you, you hate it, but you still play it. <laughs> well, I don't hate the game. I hate the fact that the way, yeah, there's no variety. The way that like, it is, the randomness. Well... <clears throat> I just get tired of I can't I can't wrap my head around the fact that people want to go do this raid like five times you know and and, and, and right right in a row and and you know I want to do the nightfall and then I want to do the daily and the weekly and the semi annually or whatever they want to call it and it's always the same mission on that week it's like there's no variety and and it just seems yeah. like it seems like you're you're Sisyphus. You're just pushing that rock up the mountain, but you never get it over to the top because you're always chasing that dragon for the next next drop. Oh, well, maybe with the next uh, 
patch or whatever they do. They'll change it to where the nightfall is one thing, the weekly is another, and then the daily. Well, the daily is already different. You are a beautiful yeah, dreamer, exactly sir. Do what? <laughs> it won't happen. <laughs> we can hope. Well, but it's we nothing to do with a patch. They set all that stuff up on the server side. They could do that today. Yeah. All that variety could be huh. done today, but they they don't do it. Interesting. Yeah. Huh. Well, what do you play now? What are you, what are your, the games that you've been playing? Uh, well, a lot of hardline to get done with the review. A lot of MLB 14 yeah. to show over the weekend. Man, I was just playing that like nuts. Six and a half, huh? Yeah. Yeah. Hardline? Uh, yeah. I don't see that changing. Yeah. Um, I thought about getting it, but at this rate, I'll probably just watch some stuff on it through like some streams or some friends, but I'm, I'm not sure if I'm going to get it or not. Well, and the funny thing is, I was going to stream a lot of it, but then Twitch got hacked. So mm-hmm. for like three days, we couldn't stream anything. <laughs> and I didn't want to do it on Ustream for obvious reasons. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, it's uh, it's just not grabbing me, but I'm still playing it uh, so I can get through everything. Just because you're the fan and the review. Well, it's the review, but also there are some people in the community playing it, so I'm hoping maybe we can find, find some uh, enjoyment in it, but... I'm just not feeling it right now. Yeah, well, I feel you. I mean, that makes that makes total sense. Yeah, I mean, I would rather go back and play a game that's been out for over a year, and that's Battlefield 4. Yeah. So. Yeah. And luckily, we're getting another DLC pack for Battlefield 4 still, so who knows? Maybe the problem is we were trying to play on BF4 like a week or two ago, and there are barely any games left. The, the, a lot of the servers are either... The ones that nobody wants to play on, except for all these people that are setting them up, but like Metro 24-7, you know, whatever, uh, Operation Locker 24-7, we don't want to play on those. <clears throat> yeah. The problem is I paid for a server and nobody played on it, so I don't know what to do. Huh. Hey, um, I don't know if you talked about it yet or not. Uh, I kind of jumped on the stream a little bit late, but uh, I heard that they're remaking uh, Batman Arkham Asylum and City for the PlayStation 4. Is, that, is there a fact behind that? I thought I heard that the first game was getting redone. I didn't hear anything about the second one. Yeah, I heard uh, there was like a, I don't know if it was a tweet or something. Uh, again, someone else told me about it, but yeah, they said that both of those are getting remade for the PlayStation 4, which would be sick. Yeah, I don't, I don't know if anything's been confirmed or not, but I've been kind of out of reach for the last couple of weeks. Yeah. I haven't gotten any official emails or anything on that. Well, well maybe it's all just speculation then, but... Eh. Gotta stay hopeful. It'd be cool, but I don't... You know, it sucks. I never finished the second one, and I kind of do want to go back and finish it, but again, I've mm-hmm. had so much to play lately that I don't know if I'll ever have the time. But I still have the save yeah, for it. And, um, yeah, I would I would like to have it, even if I don't like play it for a while. I would like to own it. So that would be, I feel like that'd yeah, be, be really cool if they released that. I'd actually be in more for that than I would for the remake of God of War 3, unfortunately. But. <laughs> Why is that? Oh, I, I, I talked about it before, but I, I just I don't really need a remake for God of War three. I, I loved it the way it was, and I finished it on PS three. Mm-hmm. And I, they're not adding anything to it, so it's just like yeah. replaying the same thing with. It looks so good on PS three. I just don't know how much better it's going to be on PS four. It was already in sixty frames per second at ten eighty p on PS three. So. Well, that makes sense. But you got people like me who never even I switched from Xbox to PS four, and that's so exactly I what I said. God of War series. That's what that remake is being so. made for is people like you. Yeah, exactly yeah. like me. I'll probably pick it up, honestly. Yeah, I, it's it's an I love the game. I, I I think it's fantastic. It's just I yeah, personally don't need it. Makes sense. 
So, all right. Well, we're going to take another call, but uh, thanks for calling in, right, man. Yeah. Yeah, thanks for uh, talking to me. Oh, definitely. We'll see you on the forums. All right, man. All right, take it easy. All right, you too. Bye. Next caller, next caller. I know there's a, there's a little bit of a lag, obviously, on Ustream, so nobody's going to hear this for like 20 seconds. Uh, let's see here. I heard the first Batman was the only remake for PS4. Get some ice for that sweet burn. I burned somebody? Who burned what? Who? What? It's supposed to be the two, not Origins. Thank God, because Origins was not very good. Oh, here we go. Oh, I bet you I know who this is. You're on a timer, mister. PS Nation. Hey, what's up? I knew it would be Mike. You knew it was me? Yeah, you're on a timer. Uh Uh-oh, okay. So, I have a a, a question. Okay. What is going to be our... What games are y'all bringing to MGC that's going to be, like, you're going to have, like, uh, challenges or something with, like, score chasing? Uh, I don't know if I'm going to bring anything for score chases, because I'm only going to set up the uh, PS4 on Saturday night at the party. I'm not going to have it sitting there all the time. Are Uh, you still bringing that case? That case you tried, though? Yep, I'm bringing that. That's going to be the monitor we're going to use. And we're going to have N++, which isn't out yet. Uh, but that's a four-player game like Towerfall Ascension. And then I'm probably going to bring my... Uh, well, you know, we'll have Towerfall Ascension to play later on. Whatever. But I, I want to focus on that N++ because I know a lot of people really want to play it. And it's it's a lot more than the, than the, the original game. And, and it's going to be pretty interesting to see. I don't even have it yet. I'm waiting for the build. Wow. Because I've been waiting to see when that game was going to be coming out, too. Yeah, I don't know if they have a date for it. I think they're shooting for before E3 for the, for M++ to come out. Uh, and actually, like Dave said, Paperbound. I'm going to bring ta- Paperbound as well. That's going to be on there. And uh, we'll have Towerfall Ascension, all kinds of stuff. And I'll, have to, I'll make sure that we have uh, enough controllers and enough chargers so we can play all night. But, yeah, there'll be stuff like that. Cool. Yeah. Now, my my other question is, with all these remakes, like you've been talking about, uh, with now, do you think there's a chance that Uncharted two or three could be in the uh, remake? Well, there's been a rumor uh, for a long time that they're going to do an Uncharted remake for all three games. I've been hearing that rumor for about a year. Uh, I don't know. Nobody has told me anything directly. I've heard from pretty reliable sources, but it's all rumor right now. I would love to see it, and I think it'd be a perfect thing to do, especially with this this trend that PlayStation's had for, like we were just talking about, for people that moved from the Xbox over to PlayStation 4 now. It would be such a great move for people to be able to play the first three games on PS4 before Uncharted 4 comes out. And actually, yeah, I got, I, that lends itself very well to the delay uh, to 2016 for Uncharted 4 as well. Well, I got friends at my job that want to play the first three, and they don't know if they should wait to see if there's one for the PS4 or get it for the PS3 yet. I told them, "Ah, give it a couple months and see if it's coming out on PS4 because everything else is being remastered lately. Yeah, and and, I mean, like I've said, it's, it's a great strategy. It's just something that a lot of people that have been on the PlayStation 
platform for so long are kind of meh about, but at the same time, there's all these people that have moved over now from the Xbox side of things for Sony to give them access to these games because these people are just getting into Sony or into PlayStation on the PS4 to give them the opportunity to play those games is the smartest thing they could do. They're probably making bundles of money off of it, but it also gives those players a chance to play these great series. And then when the new games come out that are made for the PS4, they're already in, you know, they know the storylines, they know the characters Mm -hmm. and they're into the series. Well, that's what I've been saying to everybody that, I know on my job that bought a PS4 and it's your first PlayStation uh, experience. If you get, if you see remaster games, try them because they're great games. This yeah. is like The Last of Us. Yeah, yeah, I agree. And The Last of Us remastered it did really, really well, and and for good reasons because people never got to see these awesome games that Sony does as as exclusives for these for these platforms. And remastering that up to PS4, I mean, just gave so many new people access to this awesome game. Yeah. All they got to do is a remaster version of Toe Jam and Earl. Well, there's that Kickstarter for the new version. They did kind of... Uh, they re-released Toe Jam and Earl on the, gen- on the PS3, wasn't it? PS4? PS4, Yeah, it was, a P- it was a PS3. It was PS3, I have it. And that was the only Toe Jam and Earl I liked. After that, it all went to poop. Yeah, Mike's just trying to get a rise out of me. No, I'm not. Yeah, you are. <laughs> no, if I wanted to, I'd say they'd make an uh, HD version of Duck Dynasty. Duck Dynasty remastered. There you go. Look at all the look at all the hair strands and the beards. Oh God, I would I throw my TV out the damn window if somebody put that on my PS4. <laughs> no, uh, but anyway, uh, yeah, I, I'm, I'm waiting to. Can't wait for another couple of weeks for MGC, the baseball game and everything. Yep, it's going to be awesome. Yep. I'm, I just can't wait for that. It's just like I, I plan, had my vacation planned out like two months ago and got it all ready. And there nice. I am. Well, wait. There you go, Mike. Irish Joe says the Kickstarter goal was reached for the new Toe Jam and Earl. So there, you're going to have a new Toe Jam and Earl in your hands. It better be. I hope it's like the original one. It's got to be like the original one. If it's like the, the ones after it, then it's poop. I do like the graphic style they were, they were showing for the new one. It looks pretty cool. But I'll still never get the game because yeah. I hated that game. I never liked it. Alright, well, I'll let you get back to uh, some other calls in that. So All right. You have a great night and, and thanks for the many shows that you guys did and hopefully Josh will get better for next week. Yeah, I hope he's feeling better, too, because I don't want to do this alone again. We might be doing this soon if if uh, Josh's wife has the baby next week. We might, might be doing another call-in show. Who knows? Ooh, I'd have got, the sideshow guys. Other, I'd have the sideshow guys join me, the, but, you know, they can't even get their own podcast going, so. But you got the people for, uh, you know, call-ins for them, uh, uh, interview with them guys again for Rocket League? Uh, yeah, we're going to be setting that up very soon, uh, which I don't think we could do it next week, and MGC gets in the way, so it'll probably be after MGC. Okay. Well, hopefully they won't delay their games like everybody else does. Um, if it gets delayed, I don't think it'll be long, because they said they're in bug fixing right now, so uh, it, I don't think they're going to have too much longer with that one. Well, that'll be the next game I get. That'll be great for the community. I agree. It's, it's going to be awesome. Good game. I can't wait to play it. All right. Well, you have a good night there, sir. You too. Thanks much, Mike. All right. Bye-bye. All right. Bye.
All right, let's see if Puma Oblivion makes it through. Come on, Puma Oblivion, you keep calling. <laughs> Stuffnator, why is your name spelled differently on Ustream? There he is. PS Nation, would you like fries with that? Uh, yes, I would, Torgo. Yeah. How have you been? Good. Who is this? Uh, this is Puma Oblivion. Oh, my God. That's a name I haven't seen in like a year. <laughs> it's been a, it's been a while. I've kind of dropped off the grid. Yeah, it happens. Yeah, it does, especially with me. <laughs> What's up? Oh, nothing. I'm, I'm just surprised. I've actually caught the Facebook post you put up, and it's like, hey, you're, you're streaming and stuff. So I figured I'd, uh, so I figured I'd show up because it's nice. been, it's been like, oh my god, I can't remember. I think it was like one, episode 150. Oh my god, the last last time since I when I called in. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> but yeah, I mean, wow, <laughs> how time flies. Oh yeah, well, I don't know about that. I feel like I've been doing this forever. <laughs> I hear you. <ya. laughs> it's all Josh's fault. He leaves me in the lurch like this all the time. <laughs> Damn it, Josh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So what have you been up to? Are you, are you playing anything lately? Oh, well, that's the thing. I have been, but unfortunately, with I've been having some financial issues, so I have not gotten a PS4 yet. Eh, but there's plenty on PS3 to play still. Oh, yeah. No, I have been doing that, but... um. I will say something about a certain series. I sent in a review way back in the day. Mm. I have pretty much traded in all my Assassin's Creed games. Wow. Why? Uh, I, th- I think uh, two words say it best. Uh, screw Unity. <laughs> you know, they, that, that game is so polarizing. I've seen so many people just rave about it and say, I can't believe people don't like this game. And then I've seen other people just completely dump on it. Well... It, it, there's there's good re- there's good reasons why. I mean, good lord! I mean, they used to be they used to do so good on those games, but but then then they released Unity and there were so many bugs and glitches. Yeah. They still haven't fixed half of them. Yeah, that's what I've heard. I, yeah. I, it, it just they weren't ready to release it on next gen. That's the problem. <laughs> yeah. So I've been also. I've been playing a lot of uh, since I haven't had a PS4. I've been playing a lot of the uh, a lot of games on my PC. Okay. I have been pl- I've played the crew. Okay. Yeah. And I've actually beaten the main storyline on that. And I've actually played some of the online uh, some of the online races and stuff. That's and the game is, in my opinion, is a good is a good racing game. Really? If you know how? Well, I think it, I think it's decent. I mean, granted, it's not as in depth as many people <laughs> think it is, but. Have you tried, since you're on PC, have you tried this game called Recreation or something like that? Um, re- I've heard, yeah, I've heard of it. I've heard of it. I think that's what it, it's like. It's kind of like a new Destruction Derby, but it's more racing, and but you can still bang into guys and that sort of thing. Yeah, I'd, I'd have to take a look into that, but there was also another game, if you, since you've been talking about that. They uh, have remastered the original Carmageddon. Yeah, I saw that. I saw that. I might actually I have own played that. that a little bit. Yeah, I think I might actually own that. I'm not sure. <laughs> That's a amazing game. I've also have played uh, uh, Middle Earth: Shadows of Mordor. What'd you think? Uh, I think it is very impressive. It's done. It, what I like about some of these games is they've they've done stuff that not many people have thought of before, like the Nemesis system. Sure. I thought that was I thought that was a, a brilliant idea. 
And I think it's one of those ones like people – some people love the game. Other people don't. But it's more of an, a question of opinion more than anything. Yeah, I think so too because I'm struggling with it a lot. Mm. Well, you're not the only one. I've I've had some issues with that yeah. with that game just trying to get into the combat and stuff. Um, the oh, what else have I? Oh, I've also have played a Borderlands pre sequel. Okay, what'd you think of that one? Um, I, I've come to the point on that. It's like it's it's a Borderlands game. Sure, it does have a it does have a couple of a, a little extra things like the freaking oxygen masks. Unless you play Claptrap, and then that's pretty much null and void. So, and I have enjoyed that, and I've heard the uh, latest DLC is actually pretty decent. Hmm. So. Okay. And uh, what if I also been playing here? I'm trying to run through. Uh, I for well, since the time I've been gone, I've actually played uh, Final Fantasy XIV: A Realm Reborn. Okay. <laughs> yeah, that it, it was enjoyable until I hit uh, until I hit max level and was like, uh, what do I do now? <laughs> Like most games like that. Yeah. So, um, and also I've been gone into the uh, rut of World of Warcraft again. Don't ask me no! why. No! Don't ask me why. But uh, uh, also a couple other games. I One of them I've had on PS3, which was Far Cry 3. I've gotten back into that again. Nice, nice. And on the PC, I actually have Far Cry 4. Which, which my game of the year. I have enjoyed the Far Cry series. I think 3 was good for... I've actually been able to play that game a, a lot more than a lot a lot more because I think there were a couple extra things they added in four that really uh, it really made things a little easier. Not a whole lot. It's not but. just that it's easier. I think they they simplified what needed to be simplified. But I just really like I had an easier time knowing what to do in Far Cry Four with the traversal. And just, I just thought the overall layout of the game was better than three. I know yeah. that everybody thought that the, the, especially the villain in three was better, et cetera, et cetera. But um, I just really liked four, and and I'm still enjoying that game. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I agree. I agree with that wholeheartedly. And uh, uh, I do have one game that I'm waiting on, but it's not going to be out until May, which is Witcher three. Yeah, uh, what we saw at E3 last year was really impressive, and it's not my type of game usually, but I kind of want to play it. I kind of want to try it yeah, out. I, yeah, I hear you on that. And, uh... Hello? Still yep. there? Yeah, oh, I'm here. I think we might have gotten cut off. Oh, stupid Skype! Hold on, I'll call him back. Skype, you suck. Yep, I thought so. Ah, Skype I sucks. Abrupt, I heard that abrupt cut off, and it was just like, yep. Yeah, uh, Skype, Skype is a bitch on, on Android. It sucks. Yeah. I actually have an Android tablet. It actually runs KitKat, so. Well, I'm running I'm running Lollipop, and, and Skype has not gotten it working on Lollipop correctly for some reason. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Oh, well. Anyway, what? so what were you saying about, uh, we were, oh, shit, what were we talking about? Witcher 3. Oh, yes, The Witcher 3. Yeah, I've. I have actually enjoyed going through the the first two games, and from what I've what what I've seen from information and from videos I've seen on YouTube, because I know there's a couple they've had some gameplay videos, and it looks it looks really impressive, and I can't it's, wait to. Uh, I Emmer and I were blown away by it, like just the scope, but also just all the thought they put into the little things. Yeah. Oh, I'm an idiot. 
It was another game I've played on the uh, on the PC. And what was that, idiot? Dragon Age Inquisition. <laughs> ah, yeah. Did you like it? I have. Yes, I did. I actually beat that game. Wow, how long did that take? Um, sixty-one hours. Wow. Yeah, and I think I came close to about seventy-five percent completion on that, and I still had more other stuff I could do. It was just like, you know what? We'll finish this, and I'll just keep on going after that. And now they've released a DLC, so another thing I got to put on my wish list. <laughs> yeah, there's a reason why people have been loving Dragon Age Inquisition, and quite honestly, it's just, uh, it's just one of those games that Bioware actually got it right this time. That's what I've heard, yeah. Yeah, they actually got it right with that one, and that was one of the most um, awesome RPGs I've played recently. Nice. And uh, the other... And I've actually have done some portable stuff. I've actually been playing Binding of Isaac Rebirth. I, st- I gotta try that. Everybody keeps telling me about it. Scott Rohde's been on my ass to play it, and I just, I'm not a big roguelike guy, but Rock mm-hmm. is into it, which I can't believe, and he was just raving about it the, this last weekend, so... Yeah. Yeah. It, it, it's well with way, th- way things are. It's what binding the original binding of Isaac should have been. That's and what I've heard. Working, yeah, that and because they don't have the flash uh, um, uh, limitations. Right. They right. they have done so much more on that game, and it's hard. It's tough, but you get a couple of those games. You get some of those games. You get the right the right items and everything, and you just start having fun. Oh yeah, yeah. And it's amazing on that. Um, I've also played uh, Persona 4 Golden. Nice. That that got really cheap not too long ago. Yep. And honestly, anybody who has an RP- anyone who has a Vita, they like RPGs, pick up Persona 4 Golden. You will not be disappointed. Yeah. I've, that's, that's pretty much the universal feeling on that one. And uh, I've also gotten uh, Disgaea. I've got Disgaea 4 on the uh, Vita. Nice. Which... Uh, Another RPG, go figure. I'm the RPG guy around here almost, so it's like, you know. <laughs> oh, no, we got Andy and, and uh, Jason now. We, we've got well, the super true. fans here. Yeah, that's true. I've, Like I said, I've fallen off the grid, so it's kind of one of those things. But I've also been getting into the Tales series. Nice. Oh, Jason. Jason loves those Tales games. Yeah. I, I, the first one in a long time I've played was uh, Tales of Zillia, which... Yeah, yeah. Uh, it is a underrated RPG. It's a very good game. Which so one? I have that. I, I streamed one of those games. I think it was Zillia 2. I think I streamed for like an hour. And yep. at the end of the hour, I'm like, what did I just do? Yeah. <laughs> I just read a lot. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that, that's one of the things about those games is a lot of a lot of text, a lot of story. But the the combat stuff is just, you know... It's one of those things. It's just like it's amazing. I have Tales of Graces F. I have Tales of Zillia one and two, and I also got Tales of Symphonia Chronicles, which the original came. The first game came out on the uh, GameCube, and I love that game. Yeah, I remember that. Yeah, yeah, and I also have uh, uh, Symphonia two. So I've been really just been on an RPG kick. I've been playing. I also played uh, South Park Stick of Truth. I love that game. Uh, <laughs> I, I swear, I, I actually double-dipped on that. I had the PS3 version, and I also have the PC version. Oh, nice. So There was no <laughs> difference, though, really. There couldn't have been. Not, real, not really, but when money gets low and you want to try to get some money back, you trade in the, you tra- you trade in the hard copy. <laughs> sure, that makes sense. Yeah. 
And also another one that actually came out on PC was uh, Valkyria, Car- Valkyria Chronicles. Right, right. Yeah, I've been seeing people actually, on was Facebook a- about that one. Yeah, actually there was a couple of games I was actually surprised that actually came out on on Steam. But you know what? Everything's been pretty fun. I've I've got Nelson Melgear Solid Legacy Collection. Nice. Yep. So I've been I've been running through that a little bit. I also got the Final Fantasy Ten and Ten Two Remaster. See, dude, you don't even need a PS4. You have so much. I know. And then I went and done one of the one. I think maybe people will say one of the dumbest uh, things in my life. I actually bought myself a 3ds. Eh, I mean. It's not a dumb thing. I, I, yeah. There are a couple of games on the 3DS I like. I just don't like the thumb pad, and it, it really pushes me away from playing with it. And uh, I, yeah, I agree with you on that. But the only the only main thing I got it for was because of Monster Hunter Four Ultimate, which just came out recently. Yeah, and well, Link to the Past Two is really good too. Yeah, I have played that too, and I also have a Persona Q because I'm a wicked Persona fan, which uh, is a which is an interesting game. But also, um. It's one of those things. It's like you know what I've been playing a lot of console stuff, but I've been also been just kicking back on the on the handhelds. Just you know something yeah. I can like lay, lay on my bed and just you know play and have some fun with. Oh, and I'm the same way. I I get on a Vita kick quite a bit, and and I'm on that Vita for until the battery dies on me. Mm-hmm. So yeah, yeah, it's it's a very easy thing to do. I still have a oh, couple of gripes. Oh boy, because um, Sony. I know Sony ain't listening, but seriously, you had Star Ocean and Star Ocean Second Evolution on the PSP, and you never put them to digital. Well, that might not be Sony's fault, because that's all handled by the publisher. Ah, that's a good point. But because of that, I actually found, for the first time in a long time, I actually found an old copy of Star Ocean Second Story on the PlayStation 1. Nice. Yep, I found that. I actually found a copy of Xenogears... I actually got a greatest hits copy of Legend of Dragoon. I mean, I have enough RPGs that if I have to go off the grid again for for a while, I'm not going to be bored. Yeah, I, I think you're you're going to be fine. And and I mean, Mark hasn't bought a PS4 either yet because he hasn't had any games he really wants, or, or he can get them on PC as well. Uh, yeah. I think there are going to be a couple of games soon that that are going to make him want a PS4. But um, there's a lot of stuff out there that if if you don't make the jump right away, I think you're going to be fine. Well, um, right now with the PS4, uh, like just a couple of games that have just caught my eye. One of them's Bloodborne, because it's, oh, yeah. oh my god! Yeah. <laughs> um, number two is uh, Persona Five, which they announced it's not going to be. I think until next year or at the end of this year. I'm not one hundred percent sure. I thought it's a 2016, but I'm not. Yeah, I see so many games. I don't know. And the one game that I'm hopefully have enough money for a PS4 by then is this guy a five. Yeah. I think a lot of people will probably buy PS4s for that. Yeah. There's a lot of, I mean, there's a lot of games. It's like for, it's, it's, it's stuff for a whole ton of people. Yeah. It's like, if you don't like one genre, there's another one out there. If you don't, you you know, it's, there's so much to do with that. Yeah. So, yeah, definitely. Mm-hmm. Well, I have uh, wasted enough of your time. <laughs> it's not a waste of time. Yeah, it's just been a while. And yeah. you know what? I- I'll leave with this. All right. I don't know if you remember this back in the day, but it was Battlefield 1942 when they did the remake on the PS3. Mm, oh, that was 1943 on the PS3, yeah. Yeah. It was trash. And there was one moment. 
because I was a part of the gangs that usually come in there and start playing that stuff, even Killzone 2. Sure. And I remember one time I got in there. I was doing eh, all right. The shooters on the, P- on, on the console aren't my thing because I'm so, so, so uh, wired to the keyboard and mouse. Yeah, yeah. It takes but time. I remember one time I was walking through there. And I was about ready to get in behind cover. Okay. And from out of nowhere, I drop like a stone. And it's just like, Torgo, Puma Oblivion with a headshot. <laughs> That's No rare. more than 15 seconds later, respawn. Mm. Two seconds later, Torgo, headshot, Puma Oblivion. <laughs> it's just one of those days, it's like, Torgo. <laughs> well, I wasn't sniping, we all know that. <laughs> well, you got me twice pretty good. Oh, you so. know what? I was probably playing as engineer, which uh, essentially had an M4 Grand, so it was a single-shot yeah. rifle. And, yeah, I probably popped you with that. Yep, twice. Yeah. <laughs> I do remember those old days. It, a, lot of, a lot of good memories, a lot of fun memories, and numerous numerous games on the old school, back in the old days of the, well, I shouldn't say the old days, the new days of the PS3. Right, right. And I've still enjoyed it, and hopefully I'll be getting a PS4, hopefully sometime the end of the year, but I'm not 100% sure. I just got to save up the money. Sure. Hey, maybe they'll, maybe they'll have a slight price drop I might have, and not have to save so much money. You know, it's funny. Like, I don't think they need to drop the price, but I think they probably will because you know that Xbox is going to drop their price for the holidays because they're not selling mm. and... and uh, they got to do something. I mean, we saw that with the with the holidays this last season, and even PlayStation dropped the PS4 a little bit. Uh, yeah. So I, I think we're definitely going to see. It might not be a permanent, but we're going to see a price drop, of, you know, during the holidays. Either that, or they'll release the PS4 Slim because you know it's inevitable. I can't even see how they can make this thing anything any smaller. I, I don't either, but you know what? They they've proved us wrong before. But it, I, honestly, compared to the PS3, this thing doesn't need to have a Slim. It really doesn't. It's. I think it's a great size. So yeah, I what do they need is an that. Xbox One Slim, and ugh, even then it'll be too big. Yeah, I hear you. All right, well, take it easy. All right. Good to, good to talk to you again. Yeah, man. Thanks for, thanks for calling in. Haven't talked to you for a while. Yeah, I know, and hopefully I'll try to snag on and hopefully get back on Twitch, and I might watch a couple of streams there. Do it. We're streaming a lot more now, too. That's awesome. Yeah. Yep. All right, so, you have a good right night, then. sir. Yep, you too. All right, bye-bye. All right, next up, who's going to call in? We'll take a couple more. We're getting, we're at three hours right now. Well, that's with the break, but that was only like three minutes. Oh, Stoffinator, like you're going to buy another PS3. Just stop. Just go to buy a used PS3. You keep wanting the the PS3 price drop, but I don't know. So what all I miss here in the uh, in the chat? Chillionaire, I totally agree. They need to release a. DualShock 4 with that cool PlayStation 1 color. Honaker says Persona Q on the 3DS. People trying to get Irish Joe to write for us. Uh, writing for us isn't an actual job, though. We don't pay anybody. I don't know how you're going to get a, a house out of that, but apparently everybody's buying houses. Uh, talking about Assassin's Creed 3. Oh, stuff in there telling me to hang up on Puma Oblivion because he doesn't own a PS4. Yeah, that sounds about right. <clears throat> Dave Hunt, all you have to do is ask. I can help with the show if needed. 
again, I, I don't want to take away from your valuable sideshow time. I know you guys are working so diligently on that. <laughs> Sorry, guys. Irish Joe, we can't do a five-hour podcast if nobody else calls in. I thought Chillionaire was going to call in. The hell? I saw him trying before. Come on, eh? Come on, eh? Come on, call in, buddy. Uh, Puma Levin, everybody has fundage problems. Trust me. <clears throat> All right. Nobody else wants to call in. Maybe I'll just stop this. I thought Ben Palmer was going to call in and tell us all about all the cool stuff he has. He's like the toy master of PS Nation. Uh, Mike PSN already called in, though. Uh, I guess I'll stop this then. I'm trying to think if I have anything else here. Oh, oh, hey, oh. Hmm, who's this? PS Nation. What's going on, Glenn? I don't know. Who is this? Palmer. Oh, my God! It's Ben Palmer! What's up, dude? It is the Ben Palmer. Let me turn down the stream here. Hold on. Yeah, turn down your stream! Don't cross the stream. That, too. Oh, there we go. A Ghostbusters reference for Stoffinator. He'll be happy now. Yeah, no kidding. It's, uh, I thought he was going to invade if uh, I didn't call in here. <laughs> oh, yeah. Stoffinator wants me to talk about the firmware, too. So what's up, man? What's going on? Not much, not much. It's good to actually get to talk to you in person for a change. Yeah, I mean, no kidding. After all this email conversation and stuff. <laughs> you showing off your old school turbo graphics with the um, old school CD-ROM unit that came in a box so big that you could hide a baby in there. Oh, my God, yeah. When I had to pick this thing back up, it was like, oh, I remember lugging this through the mall a mile and a half back to the car. It's a I workout. Don't, I don't know whatever happened to mine. I think I gave it to my buddy Rock because um, I got a duo, and then I got rid of the old one. I just gave it away because I didn't need it anymore. Yeah, so, you know, that's one of the things I haven't gotten into yet is the next, like, the next-gen stuff for the Turbo Graphics. I'm still on all the original hardware things, so. Oh, okay. Um, it, it's funny um, the way I got my duo because, you know, you said that yours came with the system software three card, which had the more memory for people that don't know. Uh, TurboGrafx had a CD-ROM unit that you could plug into. The case for it was like a small briefcase. Like it was just huge. So the box is like three, four feet tall, like three feet tall uh, because the case was in there and everything else. <clears throat> the problem was I was testing for Turbo Technologies at the time. And they sent me uh, one of the super cards for my old CD-ROM unit, and then they sent me a few of the super CD-ROMs, including Gate of Thunder, which was a pack-in for the duo. So there was a bug that Gate of Thunder would not work with the super system card. You had to have a duo at the time on that build. So one day FedEx shows up, and there's a brand-new Turbo Duo, like one of the first ones they put out. I was like, oh, my God. I just couldn't believe it. And it was all because... Gate of Thunder wouldn't work on the old system with the, with that card. And then I got so good at Gate of Thunder, which I can't do anymore because of my left hand, but I got so good at Gate of Thunder, I could go all the way through the game on hard and not die once. And and it's a great shmup. It's just a fantastic shooter. But I remember going to CES, I think it was in Chicago, because <clears throat> Adam was along with me. Oh, no, wait, that would, well, whatever. I think it was in Chicago. And we went to CES, and they, you know, they would hire people from around town to work the booths. 
and there were all these kids that were working the Turbo Graphics booth, and they had Lord of or Gate of Thunder up on this humongous screen, and they were all throwing ten bucks in to see who could get the farthest in the game. And I was in the booth so much because I was talking to Brandstutter and all those guys that finally they came over like, hey, you want to get in on this? And I'm just laughing. I'm like, you really don't want me to get in on this. No, no, come on, throw 10 bucks in. I'm like, okay. So I sat and watched everybody else play it. And at the same time, they had um, a home run derby in Power League 5, which was going to be TV sports baseball that never happened over here. But Power League 5 is a really good baseball game. They had a home run derby on another screen, and if you got 10 home runs in a row, you got a free Turbo Express. So Adam was in line trying to get that, and he could never pull it off. Like, some some random lady was in front of him one time, and she did it. She's like, oh, what did I do? And she got a free Turbo Express out of it. And here Rock is like the big, you know, hardcore baseball. He could never pull it off. He'd get like eight and then screw up. So he's doing that. I'm over watching all these people play uh, Gate of Thunder, and it finally got up to me, and I literally just walked right through it. And Brandstetter's standing behind me laughing his ass off, and a couple of the other Turbo guys are I walk all the way through the game, didn't die once. I don't even think I got hit because they were playing on e- on normal. And I got done, and all the kids, their mouths were just agape, and nobody could talk. And and John, John looked at him and he goes, he told you he didn't, you didn't want him in it. <laughs> I warned you. I gave you a warning. I, but I, I won like 80 bucks, I think. So, yeah, yeah it was I mean, pretty fun. That's one of the things I like about the system, though. It has great shooters on it. I mean, from Blazing Lasers all the way through some of the later releases, it's just one of the, you know, they never die. It's one it's of the best just, shmup systems ever made. You pick them up. Yeah, it, 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 there are so many great shmups on that system. Uh, Raiden is one of the best versions of Raiden, really. Uh, Aero Blasters, which actually had two players, which Airbusters Air on the Genesis didn't. Um, there's like Dead Moon, which is all right. There's the Soldier series, you know, Superstar Soldier, uh, Final Soldier, and Super, uh, Superstar Soldier. Uh, blah, blah, blah. I don't remember the all three. Blazing Lasers is amazing. It's one of the best shooters ever made, in my opinion. Uh, Gate of Thunder, Lords of Thunder, which is fantastic. Um, God, I could go on and on. Download 2, Download 3, Racks Amber 2 and 3. Uh, what you should find is it's not even a super CD, but it's Japanese. It's a game called uh, uh, Musha, which is – or no, Spriggan. I'm sorry. Musha was the Genesis version. Spriggan uh, is a vertical shmup on CD. It's amazing. It's it's one of the best shmups ever made. It's just outstanding. And you should be able to find it pretty reasonably. Uh, and, and the cool thing is the CD-ROM unit on the TurboGrafx is region-free. So you can get any Japanese yeah, CD I, and use I knew it. that. Yeah, and yeah, and that's, with the with the 3.0 card, I can pretty much play anything now. So, yeah, everything except for the arcade card games. So there's um, Flash Hiders, which is this Konami fighting game that's not very good. There's all the Neo Geo ports. So they did like Fatal Fury, Fatal Fury Two, um, Art of Fighting One and Two, World Heroes, and World Heroes Two. Which I mean, a lot of them aren't very good, but the ports are fantastic. Like they put a full Neo Geo game on the arcade card and it's almost perfect like character size everything it's it's really really close um yeah i i just remember that the day i played ease book one and two and oh. saw those full full motion cut scenes yeah. full anime cut scenes it's just like my jaw dropped and i was like oh my god this is this is going to be the system i'm going to have forever that first song kicks in <laughs> and that narrator kicks in and you hear this, I mean, they put so much money into the voice acting in that game, which was the best thing they could have done. And, I mean, to this day, I put that CD in and I play it, and I just, like, just lean back, and I'm like, yes, this game is so damn good. Yeah, it's just one of those things where, you know, I, when I, and then when I saw this complete in box, I was like, oh, man, I, 
do I really want to drop the cash? And I was like, well. I probably would have bought that myself because I kind of regret not keeping that other system. I mean, at the time, I didn't really think about it because I was like, I have a duo. I don't need this thing. Um, but yeah, it's it's so cool. And it's funny because Rock ended up just using the CD-ROM unit for like a, a, a Walkman. <laughs> I remember, yeah, you'd be able to just pull that out and, and carry it around. But you had to have the AC adapter. And it's, it. a, it's a terrible, terrible Walkman. Because there's no error correction on the thing at all, so you jolt it just a little bit and it skips. But I, I digress. <laughs> yeah, I could talk about PG-16 all day. If now I you want. just need a Turbo Express. Uh, so what else? Um, I got the order in, though. Yeah. I got that, that nice box, yellow box sitting I, right here for you. I can't... Oh, cool. Awesome. Yes. And I can't believe, I don't know if you saw, Amazon was selling the uh, the $150 version of the order, 1886 for 75 bucks two days ago. Yeah, I missed that when I had the price drop. It's back up there. I, uh, I, I ended up it. picking up, I, I got that order already, um, but I hadn't gotten the one with, him, with the statue of him hiding behind the wall. Okay. So I'm contemplating whether or not I want to pick that one up and add it to the collection because, you know, that's kind of what I do. Well, you might as well just I mean, wait. Right I mean, you're going to see a price a, drop again anyway, I'm sure. At some point, yeah. I mean, I'm looking right now in what I pick up this week. I got Splinter Cell Blacklist, um, like with the airplane that came with it. The oh, yeah, yeah. Airplane. Yeah, that's crazy. Um, yeah, I, I was surprised. It was cheap, too. It was only like 40 bucks. So wow. I was like, well, <laughs> why not add that one to the list and put it on a shelf somewhere? So You're worse than Josh. I, I think I got a problem, honestly. We all think you have a problem. <laughs> That's the thing, you know. Well, well, here's the thing. You know, I, I wanted to get your opinion on. You know, what do you think about those the, that project Skylight with the faceplates? I think it's a neat idea. All the time. Well, here's the only problem I have with it. I'm kind of on I'm on board with what Josh is thinking about that too, and that's the fact that most of those faceplates look really cool, but it really it, it clashes with the rest of the system. You know what I mean? Like that that little big planet one is awesome, but you put it on this on this black console and it looks so out of place. Like the one with the PlayStation symbols, I bought one of those. I think it looks awesome. I think it it, it fits perfectly. But some of the other ones just don't. I think it's a great idea, but they need to figure out a way to maybe like release skins for the other part of it. You know. Yeah, I think there's got to be some way to tie the rest of the console in. You know, it's like the little big planet one. That one is so bright and yeah. bold that unless it's on the black, it it just doesn't go. I think on a white console, it might it might be a little sharper, yeah. look a little cleaner. And also, like um, Stop says, they're kind of pricey at twenty five bucks. Yeah, I mean, the good thing is you get the free shipping on it, so you're really only paying the twenty five dollars and plus you know whatever tax your state's going to charge. Yeah. Um, but how much were faceplates normally on Xbox 360s? I may remember. I mean, I got one for free with Death Smiles, but I never bought a faceplate for my system. I don't know. Yeah, I never, I went, never went the Microsoft route. I, have, I don't even own the original Xbox. So. Yeah. Well, I have an original Xbox because I modded it. <laughs> <laughs> it was a project. See, that's the kind of nerd I am when I find out that I can maybe mod it or something. I really don't need it modded or anything, but I just want to try it and see if I can pull it off. That's why I bought an Xbox. Anyway. Well, and that's why I keep, you know, 
I know there, there's some opinions about, you know, the other side of the gaming world, but, you know, I, I always keep a PlayStation 3 on hand that's always backrift. Something that, you know, yeah. that I can always reflash if I want to, you know, just to play around with it. Um, I like a lot of the homebrew that some of the guys have done. You know, the, the, the media player stuff is yeah. above and beyond anything Sony has ever come out with on, you know, on the PS3. See, but no, my problem fun, is I have a PC that. sitting around to do a lot of the media player stuff. I don't need my PS3 to do that. But that's just because I have, like, you have all those toys and all that. I have a lot of gadgets, so it's just not as important to me. Yeah, and as a, for me, you know, I do have the one computer that's where I do most of the stuff on. Um, I can stream this, you know, I, I run Plex on that if I wanted to. So, it's, sure. you know, the TVs, you know, all the TVs in the house are smart TVs, so I can just, you know, I can flip on an app if I wanted to, uh, Chromecast, whatever it happens to be, you know. Yeah. I can get it one way or another. But like you said, you know, I like to play around with that stuff. I like to test it out. I like to see how it works and, you know, what the, you know, what the buzz is all about. You know, why are people, like, swarming to this yeah. type of thing? Yeah, I mean, I guess I've gotten a lot more discerning on the stuff I'll play with. Maybe that's what it is, since I don't have a lot of time anymore. Like, back before I was doing the podcast and all that, I had a lot more time to, like, get into trouble. So that's why I would buy, like, an Xbox and do X, uh, Xbox Media Center and all that stuff on it and, you know, dick around with it. But nowadays, maybe it's just I don't have the time, so I just pick and choose the, the battles I want to fight. Yeah, that's just, you know, I find myself buying a lot of stuff, you know, all these little gadgets like USB hubs I can plug in and, yeah. you know, just to see if they're going to work. How well are they going to work? Does it make the style look any better? You know, can I get any more functionality out of it? Um, right. I like the products from Nyko. Uh, You know, I use their smart clip almost all the time. You know, when I'm playing, I'll throw the phone up there. So if I'm looking through a guide or, you know, looking up tips or watching a video, it, it's right there in front of me. And that clip works great. Um you know, some of the stuff that they came out with, you know, the power pack is, is really good. That way I don't have to keep recharging the controller all the time. So if I want to play a whole day. Yeah, but the problem is Nyko's also tethered. brought out some real crap, like the intercooler for the PS4 that's just useless. And that stupid charging base that goes on top of the system that takes both of your USB ports. Yeah, no pass. Yeah, there's, you know, there are misses like that. Yeah. But some of the stuff out there, is, you know, I, I think they come out with some of the better stuff than a lot of the knockoffs that you're going to find. Well, I agree. I, they just, it's, it just seems like sometimes Nyko likes to just throw something on the market really quick to try to get some quick sales. But I'm still yeah, interested I'm, I'm in that data vault that, Yeah. That data drive's going to do. It looks cool. And I've talked to them about it. They're, they're definitely going to send us one to try um, when they're ready. But, you know, I even talked to her a little bit about, uh, uh, they've already found out that anything over two terabytes breaks uh, rest mode. So you can't power... Oh, also, you can't power the console on by using the PlayStation button on the con- c- controller. You have to go over and press the button on the system. Yeah, I heard Yeah, that. I heard that too. And I wasn't sure if that was a firmware issue or... It is a, I think something. it is a firmware thing, but who knows if Sony's actually going to do anything about it. So Nyko needs to, like, sweet-talk Sony a little bit. Yeah, and who knows, you know, maybe it was fixed with his latest firmware. You know, maybe it's one of the hidden things that's just not publicized. Oh, that's possible, yeah. Uh, I don't know. It's it's going to be interesting. I know I've, I've already mentioned it to Shu a couple times, so we'll see what happens. Yeah, it, 
I know Sony does it. You know, they do a good job of, of trying to to market that. You know, it's self upgradable. It's easy enough to, to pull out the drive and do it yourself and, and throw something in there. But if you want something larger, you have a company that's already produced a product to yeah. help customers get there. I don't see why they wouldn't try to partner a little bit more to help that along. Well, I mean, I've even had on at least. I'd say four or five occasions, uh, including at the PS4 launch uh, in New York City. Uh, Shuhei has wa- walked right up to me and said, you know, thanks for putting a video up to show people how to do this. You know, thanks for uh, researching this and, and telling people about it, about the hard drive upgrade. And he's, he knows what's going on, and he, he tweets our video all the time. Um I mean, it's it's great that you know every oh I want an external drive I can plug in. Okay, that's fine. But I personally don't want a drive hanging off my system, and I like the fact that Sony doesn't void the warranty if you put a hard drive in. You know, and and they're really good about it. Like it's in the manual, it's in the electronic manual that you can do that. I think that's great. I don't know. Yeah. Well, plus they sell the cover that you replace yourself to get at the drives. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, you can get a prettier cover for it. I mean, yeah. with me, it's just, I know, first world problems, et cetera. But uh, with me, I got that faceplate, so I know I can discern between two of the PS4s that I have that are both black with, you know, the black faceplate. Um, so I just got one so I can tell them apart because <laughs> I have a sticker on one right now. Well, so. which one has the, uh, the engraving on it? The engraving is the one that I'm using now in my parents' living room, but that's the one that sits in the games case. And then my okay. backup that I actually bought uh, from Amazon at launch, that's at my house right now. And then I've got the 20th, 20th anniversary in the bedroom right now. And then the other one I have in there as well, but that travels too. So, yeah, that's first world problems. I, it, but it's, you know, it's funny. It, it, I'm going to leave a PS4 here now, which is great because they have a TV in there. I can just leave one here now. And I don't have to bring it in a bag all the time, but... You know, I travel enough, and if I take if I get this new job that I've been interviewing for like crazy, I'm going to have a lot of driving, and I'm going to have a lot of hotel stays, and it's going to be awesome having this game screen to leave a PS4 in there all the time, and I can take that along with me and have that anywhere I go because I stay at cheap motels, and they all have like 17-inch, 19-inch tube TV still. So I was taking my Sony 24-inch display with me all the time. So it's yeah. So yeah, I mean that, that games works out perfect for it. So would you make that your primary PS4 then, that portable one? That uh, the one that's in the case is my primary right now. I'm going to leave that one primary okay. until after MGC, and then I'll probably make the 20th anniversary the primary. It's but it depends on where I live and everything right now. I'm so I feel like a gypsy right now. Like I'm staying at my parents, wa- watching their house for them right now, and I may have to stay here again if I get the job here in this area and. But if I get this other job, I work out of my house and I can go home, and which would be amazing. Uh, but that job requires a lot of travel, so I'm going to be driving like two, way, two, two, three days a week. So <laughs> it's just, yeah, IT sucks. Don't ever go into IT, folks. Never. <laughs> Tell. Maybe you could just rent yourself out as an Uber. Maybe, like long, long-range Uber. Long-range Uber. Yeah. So, so after this claptrap edition here, what do you think? What's like the next? I don't know if, what collector's editions you've seen coming up. I don't get do a lot of them, but I did pre-order that MGS five one with the hand. Okay, yeah, I got that one ordered too. Well, I got Bitman's ordered at the same time. Yeah, so he's he's not going to be left in the dust. 
Um, yeah, like he needs I'm, another I'm really toy. looking forward to the Mortal Kombat ones. Uh, what is the Mortal Kombat one? Well, there's actually two. There's um, the one from a company called Course, and then there's the one that was an Amazon import exclusive. Okay. So, but they both have statues of Scorpion, uh, different you know, different likenesses, different designs, okay, things like that. So, I think that's the next one I'm definitely looking forward to. Yeah. Um, and my Bloodborne import hasn't come in yet, so I'm waiting to see what that one's going to be like. Oh boy, that's the one from Europe, right? Yeah, I got it through Amazon Germany. Nice. I think they, they uh, with my Prime membership, they were able to deliver it to the United States for fairly cheap. Oh, no I don't kidding. think I paid that much for shipping, like five euros or something. I heard they're going to in- include was. a Scheiser video in there, too. Say that? What was that? <laughs> Nothing. He's <laughs> <laughs> on Scheiser. Oh, yeah. <laughs> well,. I mean, that's like the uh, that Wolfenstein edition I got without the game. That was a pretty nice setup. Oh, that's right. You had that that cool robot thing in there. Yeah, the uh, the Panzerhund. Yeah, the robotic Panzerhund thing. See, I just don't. Have, I have a three bedroom with... house, and I don't have room for all that stuff. Yeah, because I, I have too have much shit already. <laughs> I know this. Well, I'm in the process of redoing the cellar. So once the cellar is redone, that's going to be like the man cave. So that's where everything's going to be on display. Yeah. See, my house is over a hundred years old. The basement is this old three foot thick concrete basement that half of it, you have to crouch down to get into. Uh, there is nothing going in that basement except for the washer and dryer and the, uh, the furnace and stuff. Oh yeah. My, my basement is unusable. We don't have cellars in Wisconsin, by the way, we have basements. Well, where I am, it's uh, it's kind of wetlands a little bit, so right. we don't have, like, none of the basements are below grade, so everything is, is above grade, that way no the water's coming in. Yeah, well, when you have a, when you have a, a foundation as thick as mine, I found out, because this, this house I bought was in the family, it was built by this guy's grandfather way back in, like, the early 1900s, I think it was 1895 or something like that, um... When Prohibition hit, the guy that I bought the house from, his brother told me about this because they have like 14 kids in the family. Um, When Prohibition hit, their grandfather was running like one of those long-term motels in town. And uh, to to supplement his income, he had a still in the basement. And it blew up. And the brother's like, yeah, let's go look over in that corner by where the washer is. I'm like, what? And sure enough, you can see scarring on the walls. But the the foundation is so thick in my house; it just it didn't even really do anything to it. <laughs> so there you go. Yeah, my house used to be an old gin joint. Right. Well, that explains the drinking. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> All right. Well, uh, I think we're going to try to take. Uh, well, actually, I'm going to talk about the firmware, and then maybe we'll try to take one more call or something. We'll end this farce tonight. Absolutely, man. Hey, it was good talking to you. Yeah, great talking to you. Thanks for calling in, and uh, thanks for hooking me up with the uh, the PS4 there. Oh, no problem. And the I, I, I appreciate doing that for you and Josh. It was, uh, you know, I didn't mind it at all. You know, I know you guys appreciate stuff like that, and you know, seeing seeing it go to two guys more deserving than you, it's uh, you know, it was kind of an honor to be able to send it to you guys. So Aww. happy you're enjoying it, and uh, uh, you know, I'll wait to send these. These yellow boxes out to you guys and uh, <laughs> enjoy those too. Awesome. So, all right, man. Take care. All right. Have a good night, man.
Right. Sorry, I'm getting all. Uh, I think I got a sinus infection coming on. Awesome. So uh, let's talk a little bit about the firmware that's hitting tomorrow, I believe. Or is it tonight? Is it hitting tonight or tomorrow? I don't remember anymore. Uh, so firmware 2.50, we've talked about this in the podcast in the past, but I want to kind of run through it again really quick and also talk about something that's pretty important in this firmware that I think a lot of people are uh, overlooking. So first off, uh, this is going to add the long-awaited suspend slash resume feature. So kind of like your tablet, uh, instead of actually turning the system all the way off or even going to rest mode, now you can walk over to your PS4, hit the power thing on the front, and it's just going to go into suspend mode right away. Now, there are a couple of early games that aren't going to support it. We hear, we hear, I haven't heard what games yet, but there are a couple of games that aren't going to support that feature. But it's pretty cool. I mean, you're going to be able to walk over to your PS4, hit that button again, and boom, your game's going to pop up in just a few seconds, right where you left off. Uh, that's, that's a huge feature. Uh, also, they're going to have a Facebook friend search, so you can actually look for uh, friends that are on the PSN if you only know them on Facebook. So you're going to be able to find them on, on PSN now. Uh, also, uh, going to be able to, another big one that a lot of people want, going to be able to convert a sub account to the master account, uh, via the PS4 instead of doing it on the website. You can actually just do it right on the PS4 now. Uh, this is big. This is, this is amazing. Uh, remote play and share player are both going to support 60 frames per second now. 60 frames per second over a remote connection like that. That's insane. I don't know if everybody realizes how much technology is there and wow that's nuts also new uh, accessibility options but I'll talk about these in a minute uh, and then some uh, enhancements uh, one big one that I actually like games with a 0% trophy percentage can now be deleted from your trophy list uh, when a trophy is unlocked this is cool when a trophy is unlocked a screenshot will be taken at that moment that's neat I, I th- it's, it's a small thing but I think we've seen now with uh, just the share functionality, how much people love this kind of stuff. That's a really neat thing that they're adding. Uh, also, for mainly people in Europe, I know you can do it over here too, but mainly people in Europe, you're going to be able to uh, share videos via daily motion now as well, so not just to YouTube or whatnot. Uh, the big thing, though, and I think something that a lot of people are overlooking are these new accessibility options that they're adding to the PS4, and, and I think the, even a bigger reason that this is important is because this still is not available on Xbox One, and they haven't even talked about it. So they're going to do some cool things, like they're, cu- they're going to be able to customize button assignments on the DualShock 4, which for anybody with any handicaps, anything like that, this is what this, these groups of people have been asking for for years, to be able to customize their controls, either because they can only use one hand, or if they're using some kind of a... Uh, there's like some implements that you can put on the controllers... Uh, you're going to be able to customize these buttons now. And, and that's, I can't tell you how big of a deal that is. Pardon me. Uh, also, you're going to be able to zoom displayed pictures and invert colors for all system functions, apps, and in-game. So if you're colorblind, this might help you a little bit. You can zoom in on things if you have, if you have sight problems. I mean, I remember vividly we, we talked to somebody, or we, we did a review on, it was this magnifier for the, for the PSP. And someone wrote in to us and said, hey, I, can I get some more info on this because I'm, I have, I'm legally blind. This might help me be able to play the PSP. We hooked him up with the company, actually, and they sent him one, uh, which is great. I mean, it's stuff like that that I don't think people realize how much how important this stuff is. Also, text-to-speech for all graphical user interface, including messaging and party. 
So now, again, if, if you can't see very well, anything like that, now you have text-to-speech that will actually be able to read the stuff out to you. Uh, enlarged text for all graphical user interface, including messaging and party, as well as the system's browser. So universally, enlarged text. Uh, and also bolder fonts, higher contrast UI for all system applications. Uh, this will not apply to games or third-party applications, but still, they're making an effort. Maybe they can talk these other publishers into supporting this stuff as well. So... <clears throat> it's 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 a huge deal, and and the fact that Sony is putting forth the effort to to support these kind of things is quite outstanding, really. And uh, I applaud them for it. it. It's really really neat. So uh, past that, you know, like I said, there's uh, a lot more social features in there about the Facebook integration. You're also going to be able to join friends directly from the news feed now. So instead of going and seeing like, oh, they're playing this and trying to go and find them in the friends section, now you, if you see them in the news feed, you just boom, join them right from there. That's that's huge right there too because you're, you're lowering the amount of clicks. You're lowering the amount of button presses, and that's that's a big thing. Somebody that, in the industry like me, in the IT industry for so long, and, and especially manufacturing, anytime you can lower the amount of clicks or button presses is a huge deal to users. So that, that's a really great thing. So... Trying to think if there's anything else here. Uh, oh, they're also doing, I guess the news is out now, but they're going to have verified accounts. Uh, it's kind of like Twitter does. So what they're going to do is they're going to verify accounts for developers uh, and other notable persons online. So basically they're going to have a little thing like on Twitter, the little verified thing next to their name, which is pretty cool. Uh, I they haven't asked me about it, so I guess we're not notable, which I'm not surprised. Uh, but it's pretty cool they're going to do that. So now, you know, if somebody says, yeah, I'm, I'm with the developer, you can now look at their account and say, well, you don't have that little tick next to your name. You're, you're bullshitting. So that's pretty cool. I like that. So really big update, I think. I think we're going to see some really cool stuff come out of it. And this is just the beginning. They have a lot more stuff that's on the way. And uh, now that they have this beta program, it's it's really neat. Palmer's a nerd's drug dealer. <laughs> I can see Glenn wanting the Batman one with the car. Oh, oh, that's right. I do want that one. There's a Batman collector's edition for Arkham Knight with the new Batmobile or with the cool Batmobile from that game. I do want that. You're right. Damn it. Anyway. All right. Uh, let's take one more call at least. So anybody else want to call in? Are we all done? Chillionaire, call in, man. We haven't talked to you yet. We keep missing your call. This one's for, for Chillionaire only. Be still around. Do it, Chillionaire. Or I'm going to call you. I have your name right here. I can just hit this and call you. Totally surprise you. I'm going to do it. Come on, man. While I'm waiting, I'll have a sip of a, my tasty beverage. Ah, there he is. 2K support hotline. How can I help you? Yes, I'd like a uh, large um, burger, please. Cheeseburger. Uh, 2K does not support that. We only have really cool, uh, like, basketball players' cribs. (laughs) So we have a lot of uh, really crappy champagne that Diddy tells us to drink. Well, how about I just buy the actual burger and then uh, the buns, and you can give me all the condiments six months later. I mean, that's... Here we go. Here, let the heat flow. (laughs) Good. Good. I have to to speak for all the uh, people that get gypped out there. Let us have it. 
You know, it's just people might wonder why I'm always griping about 2K, and it's it's well warranted. You know, they they the, mo- the that game particularly has the the career mode and the my team mode, which is ultimate team and ultimate team copy basically. And mm-hmm. you know, they expect people to a casual person or any you know the majority of people to buy these games. And it's just pay to win almost. Like you, you pay for a pack, and yet the card pack has one player card in it. Yeah. And it's like, what card? What pack have you ever seen that has one card in it? It's like, come on, guys. And even at that, it's a whole jip. Like it's just, you know. <laughs> but that's just one, one, one issue. Well, but I mean, so, some of the other sports games have become pretty much pay to pay to win anyway, and and not even sports games. There's. Battlefield does that. I mean, look at look at Bitman buying uh, weapon packs all the time, right and left, just buying weapon packs. You wouldn't believe it. Really? Oh, he, bought a, he bought a couple. Uh, now those. That's something that I I don't. I, that's surprising that someone would pay for that. But no I mean, that's that. EA and that's Activision primarily doing that stuff, and and 2K. I mean, EA does it with the sports games as well. Um, right. You know, and and you see other publishers trying to kind of get into that a little bit, but I think that a lot of the publishers out there are more they're more aware of the fact that people don't want pay to win type situations but EA and Activision don't give a shit because they don't they'll just take your money give us your money give us your money you know yep yep and the and also the past two years that game has not had connected franchise mode which, which is a big issue with me I yeah, mean that's I'm like the main I heard that they had just a lot of problems getting it working right and they just tore it out Jeez, that's just—it's very disappointing because that's the main reason I, I I bought the PS4. The PS3 was great, you know, but then again, it's late in the in the cycle for that console, so they were maybe they were able to figure more things out. Yeah, that's kind of stupid. Yeah, I mean, Madden didn't didn't have any failures or slip with that uh that in that aspect, but it's okay, well, did so they did the first year. I mean, with the, uh, the first one on was PS4 wasn't that good. It was it was just it was just slap on a new set of paint and that was it. Last year's yeah. was was pretty good. Like there really weren't that many bugs, but Josh found a few things that were kind of weird. Right. Yeah. People uh people those hardcore players really find ways to gain the edge, exploit things, actually. <laughs> he just called Josh a hardcore player. <laughs> well he played every Madden. I assume, it, you know. Yeah, he's but it's funny. Like he go, he goes in waves, like I do with with uh, MLB, where I'll play it hardcore for like two months, and then I'll drop off because I have other stuff to worry about, and then I'll start playing it again because my friends are playing it, and then I drop off again, and then a month before the new one's coming out, then I get on it again so I can remember all the things that I'm looking for to see what's changed in the new one. Right. So, right. but I probably put enough time into those games in those like three or four months that other people put it in a year. Yeah. Yep. And they they string people along, you know, with the cards throughout the year, new things, and yeah, it's just you know, Madden. To be to be honest, Madden isn't that bad with it, but Two K just it's a total jib. Yeah, like every but now happened, and then they'll add a new classic player or something like that. Yep. Yep. I want it. I want it. I want it. Yeah. Oh my God, Jordan's wearing his Jordans. Yeah, five different versions of Michael Jordan in the game. And it's like, come on, guys. <laughs> is one of them like, the baseball player? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, I wouldn't, I wouldn't be surprised if they did release a, him with the baseball jersey on, but it was his basketball card. Oh, boy. You know? 
But uh, I've been, other than that, I've just been playing some hardline, and that's about it. Yeah. I played with you, didn't I? Uh, no, we haven't actually played yet, but right. maybe we can. Uh, yeah, I still got to play it some, so play it eventually. Maybe I'll play it yeah. tonight. I don't know. I don't know if I'm going to play anything after we're done with this marathon. Yeah, I hear you. Really, the best mode to me in that multiplayer is the rescue. It's like the uh, old Counter-Strike style hostage, you know, situation. Yeah. yeah. Uh, well, I mean, it's almost exactly like Counter-Strike. You, you can't respawn, and yeah, it's... it's. I saw that, and I'm like, wow, gee, be, be original. Yep. Yeah, it was. <laughs> yeah, other than that, it's kind of a kind of a uh, a mod, like uh, I think Stoffinator was saying in the chat. But uh, oh, I agree. Yeah. I, it feels like a total conversion to me, completely. Yeah, it's 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 definitely vanilla. Another thing I have an issue with is even the player models in Battlefield Four were really nice, or at least way nicer than this. It's yeah. like, come on, guys, can we get some? uniqueness like well, not just the motion doesn't feel right at all i mean we had this motion even back in battlefield 3 the motion doesn't feel right like when you're jumping over everything it it just feels like even the animations that a lot of times just don't feel like the engine was made for it you know like they're just oh let's just slap this in there and it'll be kind of choppy um, right. I don't know. It, it just doesn't. It doesn't feel right. And even I was having a lot of problems uh, in the even in the story mode when I was trying to snipe guys. I was I had them dead center in the sights, you know, for a headshot, and I was hitting the the brick in front of them. Mm-hmm. And it was or, it was more of a hit detection problem than anything else, I think. Yeah. Or you'll be sniping and you'll hit like some sort of a little invisible wall that's like slightly above yeah, yeah. the barrier. Yeah. Like, Jeez, that happened a couple times. Yeah, I was having really weird hit detection problems with that, so at least it's not just me doing it. Also, weapon balancing. Like, the MP... I did a test with a friend from about 20 20 meters or less. It takes three shots to kill someone with an MP5 and also three shots with an AKM or another assault rifle. I'm like, I don't understand how that works. It's It's like the MP5 comes with a suppressor and a red dot also. It's the only gun in the whole game that does that. Yeah, but I've noticed that if you have a suppressor, it's really nerfed. Yeah. Like, it's not even as much as it should be. It's way more than it should be. The bullet drop is just, you can see them sinking down. Yeah. Oh, yeah, definitely. Yeah, it's just not doing it for me. Yeah, I want to, I mean, to be honest, I want to act like it's really good enough, but it's really not. It's, it was slightly disappointing, and yeah, it's it has not, its, it's moments, not for me yet. It's not anything, like you said, the 6.5 to 7 range, I think, was a fair score for it. Yeah, yeah. I, I might, you know, I, I was thinking maybe I'm scoring a little bit too low just because I'm a Battlefield fanboy, and, you know, I just don't like it as a Battlefield game, but honestly, it's not that at all. I just, I went through the story, it was very easy to get through the story, except for that one driving part in the middle of it, which... My God, I mean, you couldn't see a damn thing because they had so many effects going off, and you're like, where am I supposed to drive? Uh, it was like a straight highway. The speedometer reads 100 miles an hour, but yeah. you're going like 15. Yeah, it feels... <laughs> I agree. There is no sense of speed. Yeah. It, it's... The best, one of the best parts of that was the intro, I thought, the little the title intro where it showed all the characters. Yeah. And also when the uh, your partner was driving in the first part when she was driving through that neighborhood. And it was just like it was showing the different characters and stuff throughout the neighborhood. That yeah, was a yeah. pretty cool part, also. Yeah, I mean, but. cinematically, I thought I thought they did a decent job. It was just, uh, it, it was just too broken up for me. It was a bad story, completely bad story. <laughs> it's just terrible. Hard to understand what was happening. Well, but that's the problem. Like, y- there were a couple times where a, a character popped in. I'm like, who the fuck is this guy? 
you know, it, 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 there was no continuity really that, that, that was there. But I also just, it's so anticlimactic when you walk down and, and you come up behind a guy and you, you know, you pull your badge out. Hey, duck down. Yeah. And there's five other guys that are going to see you and, and take you out. And you're in the process of hooking them up. And it, it was just sloppy. I don't know. It, it, yeah, it's just not doing it for me. Then they immediately fall asleep after they get handcuffed. Yeah, I like, like that oh, one too. I, le- I left a couple of uh, sleeping guys in burning buildings, by the way. So <laughs> you might get a you might get demoted for that. Get some unpaid leave. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Also, it, they drop the weapons, and there's no weapon sound when they drop their guns. Yeah, so you hear nothing. Well, that's because that's because you've held your badge up. That puts them into silence mode. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Yeah, yeah. It's it's and also the taser. My God, that thing has the range of about three feet. Good, good. Oh my goodness! I thought I was one of the only ones who noticed that. I was told of, me and my friend you know, <laughs> talked about that. And it's like, geez, what is this thing for? If you have to get right next to a person, it should go. Yeah. Why? Do, why is that what they give you when you escape from that thing? And that's all you have, and they give you one, and you're trying to hit, hit the guys. I'm like, uh, I'm hitting them. I was even aiming over their heads and I wasn't hitting them. I'm like, what the hell's going on with this? Why do I even have this? I can't get close enough to tase them because they'll notice me. And that, by that point, I have to melee them. It was like the stealth wasn't good enough, but it wasn't no. bad enough. And it like made you almost break the game in a way to where yeah. you just had to run to weird spots or do something unconventional almost, you know, to where, you know, they wouldn't want you. They don't expect you to do that. But it's like, come on, guys. This this. Just no, no way around it, really. Yeah, I. It, but it's those kind of things that really bother me, you know. And I, I've played many other first-person shooter campaigns that are just loads better than this one. Yeah. And with them putting so much emphasis on that for selling the game, I have to weigh that at least 50% of the game when I'm reviewing Oh, it. yeah. Yep. If you put it that way, then, geez, a 6.5 is pretty generous, to be I honest. Agree. Just, like the, the the story is just the story was if the story is better than the multiplayer then that says a lot yeah and and the, and the multiplayer is it really is nothing new except for Hotwire I mean, anything else that's yeah. in that game has been done you know and and yeah. there's limited destructibility which isn't that big of a deal because maybe the game just doesn't warrant destructibility I'm fine with that you know and and I'm not. I'm not comparing it to other battlefields. I'm I'm kind of com- just comparing it to other multiplayer games that I've played, and I've played many other multiplayer games that do everything better. Yeah, it's it's kind of like I'm at a level sixty right now, and holy, it's kind of getting bottomed out. Like, yeah, like I said, I, I played hot. If you sit and play Hotwire for maybe one day, you play a couple matches and see how much points you really get from. Because you're in the objective the whole time, so yeah, it doesn't true. stop that XP. And if you have a hundred or two hundred percent boost, it's going to be an insane amount. Wow! And these guys are getting like forty k points just match after match. That's crazy. And yeah, I saw this guy who's over a hundred already, and he's played over, I, I think, what fifty hours of just just hot wire or something. Oh like. god, so, I don't think I could do that. No. I, I couldn't do that. I, I'm almost burnt down on what I've done, and I'm a level 58, 60. Wow. Jeez. So yeah, I, there's other games I want to go play instead of that one, and, and to me, at the end of the day, that's what's telling me if, if it's that good or not, and, and to me, it's not. It. I would rather go back and play BF4. I would rather go back and play more Call of Duty Advanced Warfare, even though that's kind of grating on me now, but 
Um, yeah, I don't blame you. Yeah, I mean, I, I really want to get back and finish up my second run through Far Cry 4 in the co-op with stuff, you know, and uh, I've held off doing that last mission on, on Far Cry 4 for my second run through so we could do all the co-op stuff and get all the stuff done. Uh, but we See, I haven't that. touched that one yet. Oh, Far Cry 4 is so good. How's the multiplayer on that? Multiplayer's interesting. I mean, it's it seems like it's very uh, vanilla, like you've done it before, but they, they they throw enough in there that makes it unique, and that is the different sides have a, a very different uh, set of skills and weapons. And also there's always the bell tower in the mix, and the bell tower, if you can capture it, will turn the radar on and off. So depending on what side you're on, it's a huge benefit to have that bell tower. So you're not just going for the objective. You need to have a couple guys, or at least one guy, break off and go after that bell tower. And it's only, I think, five on five. So it's pretty fun. Hmm. I mean, it's it's fun enough that it, it actually isn't a throwaway multiplayer, you know? Oh, okay. Yeah. But yeah. the game is huge, and it's so much fun in, in co-op. You, you only have to get through a couple missions to get co-op activated. And once you do, it's a blast. Right. You just can't also, do the, uh, the multiplayer, or you can't do the missions in, in co-op. That's the only thing you can't do. Oh, okay. Yeah, I might have to try that one. I just wanted to also say that uh, I remember you saying on the podcast that NBA Live would be a good basketball game, even if 2K wasn't around. And I'll say that is definitely true, because I played a lot of 2K, and I EA recently sent me a copy of that live a couple months ago, and I've been playing it, and uh, it's really, really good really underrated and really people are have just played 2k or you know basketball fans for the past couple years and they don't know anything different so yeah that was true what you said about that i didn't really agree quite 100 percent at the time but i do now see everybody always thinks i'm a big fanboy guy and at the end of the day I'm no it's true live was great like the presentation is pretty amazing in that game yeah i thought i thought they did a lot of things right in live um you know i didn't play it a lot before i sent it off but i thought they did a lot of things right in it and it's different enough from 2K to be unique. And, and uh, yeah, it, it, it's not as bad as people let it on, but everybody just loves the 2K series so much. And, you know, it, the bar has been set pretty high by that game. But it's good to see EA still fighting back a little bit and, and trying to come after that a little bit. And, and I hope somebody reliable comes back on the football side and fights against Madden. You know, we, we've seen this Joe Montana football that uses the Unreal Engine and, who knows yeah. what's going to happen with that? But you know, a lot of people are saying this could be it, and you know, this could be the the seeds of something greater. And and I'm fine with that. I, I would love to see a competitor to, to Madden. Well, it really, I think it could be because back when NFL 2K was around, their controls and their gameplay was more combo yeah. based, and you could really do moves and stuff like that on and run through defenders and you know juke them. And Madden's not quite like that anymore, so nope. it might have a chance. Yeah, I, I I'm very excited to see what happens. An an actual NFL 2K return, I'm still a little worried about because it's not the same developers anymore, and it's really just 2K and name only to a certain extent. Right. But uh, you know, if they can get the right people together, and if they can put enough money into it, and and you know, so on and so forth, I think they can really make a run at it. Uh, you know, Madden has gotten very stale. It's looked this yes, pretty similar really for have. years. Uh, I think I do think that this newest one from from last year, for yeah, from 2014, I think that one was a great step forward for the series. But there's so much more they can do still. So if they get some yeah. competition, if nothing else, that might drive Tiburon to actually start innovating a little bit more, and that's what I'd like to see. Yep, 
It was the best Madden in years, in at least five years, definitely. Like, jeez. People yeah. were saying that that NFL, or the, uh, that new Joe Montana game is, looks kind of like the backbreaker game they had. I kind of, from that screenshot, it kind of looks like it was. It might be using the same physics engine, because backbreaker was really only brought out to show off the new physics engine. It's mm. all it was, was a marketing tool for that physics engine. They were trying to sell that engine off to somebody else. Oh, all right. See, that's good to know. I didn't yeah. know that. And and it's very possible that that was sold off to the developers of that Joe Montana game. Hmm. See, that's been it's been a couple of years, so yeah. Hmm. I remember meeting with them at E3, and they were you could tell they were like, "Well, you know, hoping maybe somebody sees this and wants to use it, that sort of thing." <laughs> well, I guess I got we got MLB the Show to look forward to play that for for a while. So. Oh yeah, definitely. Well, I won't take up uh, too much of everybody's time. Uh, it's good talking to you, Torgo. Catch you later, man. Yeah, man. We'll uh, we'll play some Hardline soon. All right. Thanks. Yep. Take her easy. And with that, I think uh, I think we're going to end this. I think uh, this has gone long enough, and uh, I'd like to thank everybody for joining me. And you know, especially with such late notice. Uh, we were kind of hoping, I was hoping that Josh was going to be fine tonight. I, I don't like doing this without Josh. Uh, it is fun, though, to do this every now and then, to take all these calls and, and talk to you guys and get you guys involved. Um, you know, maybe next time, like I said, there may be even next week, if Josh's new baby shows up, I might have to do this again. So, you know, keep your eye on Twitter, keep your eye on Facebook, etc. And, uh, you know, we may have to do this again and we'll talk some more games. But, uh, let's thank everybody that's on the, the stream right now. I, I know we've lost a few people in, in this three-and-a-half-hour marathon, <clears throat> but uh, this Torgo guy, obviously awesome. Uh, Big Buddy, a.k.a. Big Bodie, Chillionaire NW we just talked to, CM Palmer, Ham Demon, Irish Joe 13, Jabs Cold, Jay Honaker is logged on twice, uh, Play Static Kane, Real 1-2, Real, uh, let's see, Stuff and Nader, uh, and a couple of Ustreamers, and also, last but certainly not least, the Ustream bot. All hail the Ustream bot. Uh, thanks very much for joining me. If you want to get in on the action, if you want to send us an email, you can do so by uh, just go over to psnation.com, look on the left side, scroll, scroll down a little bit, you'll see that contact us button. You can, uh, you'll find our PSN names, you'll find our email address, you'll find our voicemail line, you'll find our voicemail, uh, voicemail name for, for Skype, which is obviously WDT-Torgo. Uh, you'll um, be able to email us also if you email podcast at psnation.com. Hopefully Josh will be back next week to take some of those. Uh, our voicemail line at 408-657-VITA, which is uh, also 408-657-8482. Uh, don't forget to check out the awesome, awesome forums over at psnation.com. We're over 300 people, people. Over 300. Let's get that up to 1,000. That's what I want. I want more people on our forums than we have members on our Facebook group. That's what I want. Make it happen. Tell your friends. Tell your neighbors. Tell your enemies. Who gives a shit? Uh, <laughs> you can, uh, like I said, leave us a voicemail on Skype. Just call WDT-Torgo. Uh, don't forget to like our Facebook page. Just look up PS Nation and uh, like that page for us. I think we're over 600 likes now, so we're, we're getting there, slowly but surely. That's a newer thing, so we got to get people doing that. Uh, if you'd like to stream your podcast, you can definitely find us over at Stitcher.com or on the Stitcher app. Just look in the video game section. You'll find us there. You can uh, find us on Twitter. 
You can find Josh at PJF Josh or the main account, which is apparently my only account, I guess, uh, whatever, uh, at PS Nation. Don't forget to follow that, uh, and you'll get notifications when we do these weird live streams all of a sudden. Uh, don't forget our podcast network over at VGEVO.com. And definitely, if you're coming to MGC, come down and hang out in the VGEVO room, which uh, is kind of our haven when we're not looking at uh, the vendor tables and everything else. Uh, and last but not least, over at psnation.com, over on the left side, you can find that affiliate link section. And uh, if you go ch- click on any of those links to take you to different online stores, it doesn't change anything about your experience. It doesn't change your pricing at all. But guess what? You click on that link, go to the store, buy something. We get a little piece of the action, and that helps us pay for the immense amount of bills that we have. Uh, I didn't realize how much we have in bills and everything until I did our financial stuff today. So... Please. <laughs> anyway, uh, thanks very much, folks, for, for hanging out. Thanks very much for listening to this. Hopefully, it's it's very tough to do this uh, for three and a half hours straight. And my God, thank you for calling in people because I was running out of things to talk about. Believe it. Uh, so until next time here, let me get rid of this. Anybody else got anything on the... Uh, no, we're not four hours, Roger. I think we're going to be edited. We'll be at about 3.50, I think we're going to be. So let's see. Uh, dump Facebook. Honaker says, "I agree." So it's a yeah. You you stream bot as a creep. Ooh, Irish Joe, you're, you better not sleep tonight. <laughs> uh, thanks, seriously. Thanks everybody for for hanging out in the chat. It was a lot of fun to watch. It was a lot of talk. A lot of fun to talk to y'all tonight. And uh, we'll see you very very soon. Since this is Wednesday night, obviously. Um, but uh, yeah. Can't thank you all enough. And MGC in two weeks. I'm so freaking stoked. Can't wait. Uh, Until next week, hopefully Josh is back on with me. Uh, We'll talk to you very soon. Get out there, play some games. Have a great one. Bye. I'll tell you, it's nice being here at the duplex. It's like home. I like it working here. I I like New York. I don't like to travel, you know, go on the road. I mean, I don't like to travel for one reason. Because I got a car. No matter where I want to go, my car don't want to go there. <laughs> With my car, I got nothing but trouble. Nothing. And it's always heavy trouble. I mean, other people have trouble with their car. They pull in a gas station, loose wire, no charge, they're back in the road. <laughs> With me, for years, I've been hearing the same thing from every mechanic, you know. You ain't using this car tonight. <laughs> The other day I was having my car fixed. I started talking to a mechanic. I said, what, did you go to school learning to do this? He says, I didn't go to school. I said, well, how'd you learn to fix cars? He says, I can't fix cars. I said, well, how come I gave you a job? Here's a mechanic. He said, well, all I had to do was learn how to say, you ain't using this car tonight. Finally, I got my bill for the car. The bill said, said parts, $8. Labor, $55. I figured a bill must be legitimate. There was grease on it. <laughs> I went over to the head mechanic. I said, hey, what's with this labor? $55. Must be a mistake. Can you check it out? So we checked it out. He went over to a car that was being worked on. And he started to talk to two feet. <laughs> Later on, I found out there was no one under the car. You know. <laughs> They're fake feet. <laughs> you buy them, they cost $7 a pair. You slip them under a car, you talk to them, that's all, you know. 
I'll tell you, talk to these auto mechanics. They'll tell you how hard they work. They put in 12 hours a day. They may put in 12 hours. They don't work 12 hours. Because they only work when there's people around. When they're alone, they don't do a thing. What's up, mister? You got a dead battery? I'm sorry. I'm all alone here. I'm alone here. I can't do nothing. I'm alone here. I'll tell you, I think I spent half of my life hanging around gas stations. I mean, one thing, when I look for my car, it's so easy for me to find it, you know. It's always on a lift. <laughs> I'm always watching it going up and down and up and down. Oh, I got the only car that has more miles on it vertically than horizontally. <laughs> and there's one thing with gas stations I can't figure out. I mean, sometimes you pull up, you want to use a men's room and a ladies' room in a hurry, you rush over, the door is locked, you know. You ask your tenant for the key, touch us in the office. You go in the office, the cash register's there, the safe is there, everything is wide open. But the men's room is locked. 